In a minute, I'ma need a sentimental man or woman to pump me up. Feeling fussy, walking in my Balenciussies, trying to bring out the fabulous. Cause I give a fuck way too much. I'ma need like two shots in my cup. Wanna get up, wanna get down. Mmm, it's how I feel right now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another installment. <laughs> <laughs> what do you hear? What do you say? Of the TPS Reports <laughs> podcast. Do, 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 do. Who is that? Bam! <laughs> Pull your fucking head off! <laughs> die! Why won't you die? It was, uh, Hello, Lizzo. everybody. It was a new Lizzo. Oh, okay. Was that the Spaz song? No. Mm. That's the one she did on SNL like two months ago. We watched it together. Oh, yeah. It was tr a treacherous <laughs> SNL to get through. Things I would have never remembered. But like I said on the last episode, I don't mind Lizzo's music that much. Yeah, uh, it's the uh, it's about damn time that song. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a good pop song. It rules. In a minute, <laughs> I'm gonna need a sentimental and a woman. Boop boop boop. Anyway, um, skip the week. Back this week. How's everybody doing? Got a free show this Sunday in Atlanta, Georgia. Just gotta mention that right off top. Hot Atlanta. Um, Palmer Squares are coming. Two Park Tavern. Full set. We're playing for a while. This is a free event. I would hate it if the... You two know, sets. We're uh, playing two sets. Depending, like, it's two no opening break, sets. but two sets. I, I think it's 90 <laughs> minutes. Hell yeah. Which is, like, never what we usually get scheduled, but a lot of times what we might play Often in a headliner. what we wind up doing. But we ain't always headlining either. You, you open up, you do 30, 45... You know, but uh, so we're getting to play a lot of songs. We haven't been to Atlanta in probably, I don't know, four years. So Since if you're in Atlanta and it's you're going to come time. see us, tell your friends, tell that guy, the Long guy that showed you the Palmer Squares, make sure to call him and say, there's a free show this Sunday. It's like six years. Park Tavern. I thought we were there. Were we not there with UB? No. No, we weren't. Um, we were definitely there. We were No more jobs to her. Right. Mercules. Right. Ass taxi cheeks. driver's a reet. <laughs> ass cheeks. He called the <laughs> cab driver a reet. <laughs> he said the show was ass cheeks, I recall. He did. Um, yeah, God, maybe Mercules it was longer than cool. four. Well, we're coming back. And we back. And we back. Atlanta. This Sunday, be there. Uh, speaking of hot Atlanta, hot Austin, uh, 110 degrees every day I was there. Me and my girlfriend took a little trip. That's why we didn't do a podcast last week. Uh, Where's your cowboy hat, bro? Love Austin. Where's love your the... MAGA hat, bro? Where's the boots? <laughs> I'd say Austin's rather liberal in comparison to Texas as a whole. But... Killer boots, man. Um, yeah, we were only there for a few days and just on some personal shit to spend time with her folks. Her folks are moving from Austin before the end of the year. Nice. So it was like kind of not even seeing them off, but there's a bunch of my girlfriend's belongings and all those yearbooks and those like things that are at uh, everyone's mom's house. Right. It's like, rather than make them move, let's go visit Austin, spend some time, and uh, you know, make sure we, uh, we go through some boxes and whatnot. But um, super fun. <laughs> I didn't know if we were going to be able to make this happen, but we did. The night we got in was um, Ben Buck's birthday bash in the Austin. The homie. So he's throwing a show, and he, like all of our homies... Like that we've toured with, and we know we know G, we know Pudge. We just ended the last podcast with Pudge's song, like right. our buddy Skyler. Like we have a little group of homies, and I was like, if I could manage to get into town, like his show was starting at like eight or nine. 
and our GPS. Originally, we thought we were going to get in the next day, but we were like making good time, and we we're like, all right, we could probably land there at nine. And I was like, babe, give me like an hour, maybe hour ninety minutes. Let me get this out of the way in case I don't have a chance to link right. with my buddies. They're all right in one place, and right. I would love to like surprise Ben with a little pop out. So I did that. I got there just in time, surprised him. He didn't know I was coming, uh, but I couldn't even stay for his or Pudge's set. I was just like, hello, goodbye. It's even uh, cooler. Hung out for a drink pop or two. Pop in, pop out. Yeah. Um, but that was And Creek in the Cave, right across the street. Uh, what up, Clay? Our homie Clay. I popped in. I was like, is Clay working? And uh, the other dude, another guy that works there, Robert, we hung out with him when we were what there up, a year Rob? ago. But yeah, that was the first. We parked, and then I walked into the creek before the I said, you know, was going to go to Ben's thing. I was just like, let me see if Clay's here. And then Robert walks up, and he's like, hey, what's up? And there was clearly a comedy show going on, so it's it's all whispers. But the first thing anyone hey, said to up, me, hey, what's up, dude? Big fan. Love all your shit. I love to see it. I said, I know. I rule. I'm famous. Uh, I really do like- Can uh, I get some of this popcorn? I love the Austin Network, man. There's like- uh, And now I'm jumping ahead. Anyways, I got to see everybody uh, real quick there. Um and, you know, when we were in Texas a year ago, our Austin show at Empire was like billed as the Ben Buck birthday party, too. So it was like That's exactly right. a year since we did our thing uh, with them out there. Just so happened to be in town, made it a good time to stop, say what's up. And then the one thing we had planned was uh, I bought some tickets for Kill Tony that Monday night. Comedy podcast records in Austin. And uh, that's like one of the few comedy podcast things I'm into that my girlfriend also Right. Enjoys like I can't just queue up Legion of Skanks all loud while I'm making dinner. It's hard and to get crossover. Even when we were driving, I was listening to a lot of comedy podcasts, and I'm like, let me, I'm gonna throw in this week's Legion of Skanks, and it's the first ten minutes is like, you think you would sink or swim and come pool full of cum? It's like, oh, I would gulp my way out. I would just eat bites until I was out of the pool, and then they're talking about like how many dicks a woman <laughs> should suck in a year. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna switch this just for my girlfriend's sake, but uh, <laughs> not everything. But how uh, many she likes Tony. A woman should suck in a year. Uh, right. That, that, let's not rehash their fucking bit. But anyways, it was just like, it's not, not everything. One. What? <clears throat> it's not one. No. What are you talking about? Well, I want like my woman to suck. People are sexually liberated. Yeah. Just not, my dick. Not women with girlfriends. Not ones. I mean, boyfriends. Oh. God damn it. <laughs> this isn't the topic. Uh, so we went to Kill Tony. Not Legion of Skanks. Kill Tony. Yes. And I uh, brought my buddy Skylar and his girlfriend Megan. We went out for the night. And uh, the guest on Kill Tony was uh so he's he's like reading all the credits and it's all shit i've like i'm familiar with but i'm like i don't know who this is supposed to be and then they're like all these movie titles and they're like you've seen her on okay so it's a lady on always sunny in philadelphia on mr show and i'm like who the fuck uh it was a mary lynn i think it's rashkub rishkub it's the chick from Rishkub. mr show you would uh recognize her but also skylar oh, i know who you're talking about is a huge mr show fan and like i don't think he's necessarily a kill tony viewer or fan of the so he's like i was just hoping it would be a fun guest but it was like dude anybody mr show is fucking god she fits so perfectly into that category of like i've seen her a thousand times you don't know her name right i'm struggling not even a name i'm struggling to name like one thing i've seen her in punch drunk love okay right yeah she's one of adam sandler's sisters right Uh, hmm, uh-huh let's go back let's start back down here in the 90s i still don't know how to say your name because it's like R A J S K U B Reshkub. Oh yeah, that's a bad name. Resh- Reshkub. That's an unfortunate name to have. Um, yeah, but big da-da. ups. Oh yeah, she's on Modern Family. She's on. She was in Julia and Julia. Da-da-da. She's done uh, characters on The Simpsons. Uh, like I said, character on Always Sunny. 
whatever Gilmore Girls is. I have like no idea what I, I like. I see the Golden Girls every time I hear Gilmore Girls, but that's not the show. No, I don't know what Gilmore Girls is. Younger, I know. I don't know what it is, but I know it's not the Golden Girls. Uh, Legally Blonde Two, Red, White, and Blonde. Hello. Uh, Run, Ronnie, Run, Punch, Drunk, Love, Sweet Home Alabama. Uh, the show Just Shoot Me, King of Queens. But yeah, she's just, been around the block. Just rattling off credits, like, damn, I, I haven't given her enough credit for that shitty her career last in name Hollywood. Has not prevented her <laughs> from being in a million things that you've seen. Um, but oh, yeah, yeah, I guess that was about it. I got the dip in the pool, which makes a hundred degree, hundred and ten degree heat a little more manageable. Um, what else? Oh, Swiggy, Swiggy. So uh, the last day we were there, we got Terry Black's barbecue, and I. Didn't put together that Swiggy works at Terry Black's. Oh, I, like, I knew I, this. I knew it too, but I wasn't thinking about it. Necessarily. I think I thought of it like on the ride. I was like, oh, like it, it hit me last second. I might see Swiggy here before we leave town. There he is working the counter. I know because like I didn't even get close enough to say what's up yet. I was like, it's like cafeteria style. You start with the sides and pick your green beans and mac and cheese or whatever. And then I hear, Ecumenal! <laughs> Palmer Squares! So I'm just like, all right. He noticed me. Uh, but then I'm, yeah, I'm like, hey, let me get some of the brisket and I'm going to do some of the, the, the beef ribs. So he slices me some good chunks. And, you know, he's not like giving it to me for free. But so I'm just like watching the price. I'm like, damn, this shit's expensive. Like, okay. And then that's when the free hookup comes in. He's like, all right, here's what you asked for. And then he just did like right. double that, slap some more brisket. And then he gave me it's like uh, the these ribs I didn't order. You have to like scan it and then hit pay before you like bag the other like, shit that you're stealing. Chopped beef. Dude, he like <laughs> super hooked it up. And we um, we were we told Molina's folks we were going to bring back, you know, we were going to eat there and right. we'll come back and bring them some barbecue too. He did the same thing. Just fucking giant foil take home of like... Her folks couldn't believe oh, it, you I'm know. So jealous. Made me look cool, you I'm know. I'm so like, jealous. That's my boy, you know. You could uh, thank him, but via me, you yeah. know, you're welcome. But uh, very cool. Uh, yeah, Austin feels like a very. Uh, I don't want to say home away from home. It's too hot. I'm not built for the climate. But uh, yeah, love our buddies there. Good to see everybody. It's cool. Yeah, we we missed the boat on moving there anyway. Right. It would be too typical us to move there now. I'm glad I never actually moved to Texas. It's hot, dude. <laughs> it's hot. Like when I got home, it was seventy four degrees, and I was just like, "It was beautiful." And even you know, it's like that we take for granted that degrees. You're like <laughs> that lake effect. You know, we get like we're near water, sort of. Chicago is like near you the get lake. Breeze, dude, it's nuts. Like even an hour south of Chicago is fucking. I don't know. Aren't they next to the Gulf of Mexico? Hot heat sucks. Don't they get Gulf of Mexico breeze? Yeah. And then I was watching some show like uh, it was like Life Below Zero. It was one of those reality shows about like people that work in Alaska, and mm-hmm. I was like, couldn't do that either. Like, I'm really, sometimes it's just like, I'm sick of Chicago and whatever. Like, maybe I'll move west or something. It's like, dude, it is, it, everything looks either too hot or too cold. It's like, it's not that bad. You got to deal with the worst fucking winter. No, it does fucking winter. here, though. It's both yeah. too hot and too cold. No, it's not too hot. Not in comparison to what I just experienced. No. Like, we hit 100 degree days, over 100. It's just like, they live in it all summer. It's just, like, they're used to it or something. The Texans, the yeah, Southern Lizard people. It's wild. Um, but yeah, My blood's too that. thick. Great trip. And we back Atlanta this Sunday. That's about it. I see a uh, term. Thank you, fans. Fan, whoever you are, this is finally a week where term didn't show up empty-handed. You guys, we finally he did it. He went to the P.O. box, and guess what? We finally did it. He got it. something. I see it right there. It's a Two big box. Things. It looks like it could be like a, like the end of seven. Homeboy actually messaged me. It does. <laughs> it's like it could it be a like, human head. It looks like the box that uh, Ace Ventura delivers. <laughs> in it's in slightly better shape. It's, He's not playing kickball with it. They beat the shit out of this box. Look at this. Okay, no, that is the Ace box. Ugh. I don't even need scissors. Yeah, it already fell apart. Let's do this. 
right. Does it say from... who do we, who we got to shout out here? Jordan M. I don't. Oh, this is a uh, Canada. I was gonna say what's the fucking state is NL. What uh, province is NL? I was gonna say New Lunswick. <laughs> I have no idea. Canada. NL. Northern NL. Lights. Nice. There we go. Uh, what do we got? What's the East Coast? You got Nova Losha. Losha. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Opening the box from Jordan. It's heavy too. International. Is it a bowling ball? Duty. Is it two bowling balls? How much you pay for this, bro? Okay. There is a ball. First thing I see. You know what's fun is like people send me DMs, I think, and they tell me like that they're sending stuff and what it is. And I just, I'm dumb. I forget. What it this is. This is a surprise. Somebody might already told me what this he is. He didn't tell me what this was. No idea. But this was sent as soon as you left. So I picked this up a week ago. And oh, it's just been, been waiting. sitting there taunting you. Just jonesing. Oh my God, that's a long letter. All right. Let's get it. What up, fags? <laughs> I just Naturally. wanted to send you guys some gifts <laughs> as a thank you for all the great rhymes and laughs throughout the years. And so Term can finally stop complaining about the P.O. box being empty. This guy gets well, it. I'm going right back to it next yeah. week. Term, I got you some shirts. One from a... Well, don't give it away. Don't tell me what you got me. It's like my brother. On my like, birthday every year, he'll just like hand me a, a case, like a wrap thing, and be like... It's Metallica it's, CD. It's a Hellboy <laughs> DVD. It's like, well, let me unwrap it. Why did you have to tell me? All right, so we know Term got some shirts. I couldn't remember anything to say, so I said Hellboy DVD, which is something my dad got me one year. And I, I didn't. I, I strayed from diving deeper because <laughs> I know that I was like, "Is that worth calling him on?" <laughs> I didn't want it. I didn't like ask for it. It was just on sale at the Walgreens. No, my rack. dad wanted to see it. Oh. <laughs> he bought it for himself. I thought he was checking out, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I should probably get him something." <laughs> anyway, uh, right. yeah, I won't even be offended if there's nothing in this box for me. Term well, has been for whining. No, uh Yes, dog Jordan. toy. There you go, Archie. That seriously, warms my heart, dude. Archie's such a little dog, this might be too big of a toy for him. What are these shirts? But are they just blank? Yo. I think that's it. No. I think the good note homies hooked us up with Archie gear before. It's not just blank. Second Archie gift in, in TPS fan history. Thank you, Jordan. All right. Here's a shirt. It's for you. <laughs> no, he said, he said he got you shirts. It says, so many books, so little time. Oh, dude. I've been reading. I've been reading. <laughs> Bitches be reading. Manya, European Bakery and Deli. I think it's mana. mana. I think you're excusing that little graphic for uh, uh, whatever that's called that makes it go nya. Fogtown. The front of that shirt rules. What's it say? I like the back more. What side am I looking at? Oh, this is the front. Yeah. My bad. Yeah. Stupid. I was right. Uh, yeah, it's a little cartoon of a guy with the top of his head chopped off and someone's pouring a pot of coffee onto his brain. That's very term. I'll wear that. Yeah, he doesn't get the books shirt. That's I'll take I would that. never wear the books <laughs> shirt. I don't like that. Unless it's a coffee table book. That's a coffee table. If it said so many coffee table books that are... <laughs> it has to be a Seinfeld a reference. Table. And he'll read it. So little time. That's got to be for term, right? Because he was so pissed about the Jordan. <sighs> Dude, is this my Pippin jersey? Here, let me get the letter. We're, oh, I'm fucking up the headphones. Because we're going to find out. If that's for me... Here's the thing. And it probably is for you. Obviously. Uh, but people got to stop sending just one cool Bulls shirt. Because it's not fair. <laughs> Fucking headphones. Uh-oh. There we go. Look at this. Holy shit. There's a lot of shit in there. This is gonna, you're going to shit. You're going to give me the, the Pippin jersey for this. I saw it. I already spoiled it. Dude, it's a handboard. Genuine Tech Deck Dark Star handboard. Jordan. 
This is like old school. How, this big, has been used. how big is your dick and can it fit in my mouth? Look because how like worn down this grip <sighs> tape is. Yo, it's probably better. You don't that even need way. gloves. Ak <laughs> used to handboard with a friend of ours and they would wear gloves because it would tear up their fingers because they're that gay. Still got it. He just did Still gay. two kick flips and a three flip. Dude. First try. Yeah, you keep going through there. I'll pick up the letter. Just want to say thanks. Yada Damn, yada. Bro, Stop complaining. Snacks. Yada yada. Term. I got you some shirts. One from a local bar- bar- barber shop and skate shop that uh, I did a collab with. Hell yeah. Um, and another local bakery. Uh, and another with a quote from a person I've heard you mention several times on the pod. The Sacagawea dollar is also yours. Hey, Jew. Where is oh, it? Who it out of so there. So many books. So little time. I don't know. I guess that. I guess that'd be me. I don't know. <laughs> Have I ever quoted that? Where's the Sacagawea dollar? I don't know. There's so much shit in here. Still. Uh, g- oh, oh. All right. Well, as I was. I feel like this fan knows more about us than I know about us. It says, "Here's the Sacagawea dollar because yours got stolen," and I felt kind of bad. What story is that? You had a sack of jewelry. Oh, someone in your someone car. Someone stole the change out of my car like a year ago no, when I came the to the course. show and said I felt violated. Right. And I had a sack of Jawea coin in there and they got it. Got it. I was, I was, I was being playful. Here's the kicker. I didn't miss my change very much. Ack, I've had your gift in my closet for a long time and I felt like it should go to a true Bulls fan. I enjoy God when you talk basketball on the podcast. I couldn't decide who should get the handboard, so you guys decide. Oh, fuck. I might trade him. <laughs> I might trade him the jersey. I also threw in a little something for your boy, Archie. Thank you. That's very sweet. Jersey. Yeah, you also threw in a fucking giant thing of blueberry jam that exploded inside <laughs> this box. So there's blueberry jam. It's all over jam. my Pippin jersey. I was going to say it's when, dripping Pippin. when I was trying to get these shirts out of the bags they were in, you don't need to put everything in a separate bag. I'm glad you did, because there's jam everywhere no that was that's why he did it he's like this thing's not gonna make it all the way to chicago i don't trust ace ventura delivering this jam maybe that was like uh one of those ink packs like when you rob a bank and then (laughs) it blows (laughs) blue in your face uh i really thought this was gonna be weed it's just tea uh next paragraph the rest told you we wanted tea the rest are local treats and snacks from my home province of newfoundland 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 shouldn't that be nf right I didn't know land was the second part. Okay. Uh, you know. Jam jams. Moist jam filled cookies. Okay. Yeah. We're getting that. Fuck yeah. Uh, Newfoundland. You know, the little island off the east coast of Canada. I did say east coast. That's where I went first. Uh, some I enjoy personally. Some not so much, but they are all must-haves if visiting the province. The jams will be best on toast, obviously, but feel free to try it with whatever. If you're feeling very adventurous, have a sip of the juice from the Vienna sausage can. So get real stoned and enjoy. Is that weed tincture? Uh, If you guys ever have the chance to come to Newfoundland to play a show... Or does it just mean get high and then eat the jam? Or even just visit, I highly recommend. Uh, And look me up if you do. I'd like to get a small repayment of one single dry, passionate hand job each. I already said I'd blow you. Smooches, Jay, kill Whitey. Damn, dude. The bar has been set for P.O. Box gifts. This guy, not, it's not just, it's, it's gifts plural. There's a bunch of shit in here. What are those? What treats are those? Caramel logs. Caramel. Cahara. Boosh. Nice. Is New Finland like uh, in the um, French quarter? Or is this, this is all like kind of European y shit? 
What else are we? Is that everything? Oh, got, my hands are getting the, really sticky here. The jam blew up and went all bluey on him. Two Vienna sausage, little mini sausage cocktail. Whatever is in there, I'm not fucking with it. You don't want cocktail wings? I'm not sipping sausage grease. No. And, and it looks gross. You just take a picture. It's got like the blueberry jam that exploded is now caked to this aluminum can of sausage. It's got the blueberry pie <laughs> on the faces. Oh. Remember when uh, Al Sharpton did that ad for MSNBC or something? They got the blueberry pie. Uh, six snowballs. Is that food? That's food. Fuck yeah. Snowball is a candy. Dude, this room is trashed right now. There's like so much stuff. <laughs> I just cleaned in here. There's a, a gallon-sized Ziploc bag with three <laughs> bottles of Crush. Pineapple Crush, Yo, my Lime girlfriend Crush, you. and this has to be like Fruit Punch or Berry or something. Those are for Archie. He drinks Crush now. Birch Berry? What the fuck is that? Damn. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't want any Crush. Jordan? I, I, everyone else listening is like, move on. But <laughs> we have gifts to go through. Uh, no, that's it. Just jam and little cocktail weenies. Yeah, speaking of jam, Scotty Pippen. Jam these cocktail weenies jersey, in your ass. Give me this jersey. Is that actually going to fit me? <laughs> jam this I, I bought a Derrick Rose jersey at the fucking uh, Knicks game we went to. It's an last Adidas year. one. And I just look so stupid in jerseys. I got to like make that part of my yeah, style. You really do. You should just give it to me. <laughs> Nope. That one and the rose one. I'd rather look stupid than have you wear anything that was delivered to me. How is this the back of the shirt? Because it's it's weaker. The front is what matters. Why are you complaining? See, this is why people don't send you shit. You just, why, why is the front not better? It's all centered weird. And, I don't know. Thank uh, you, Jordan. Yeah, I'll speak for term here. Thank you, Jordan. I'll speak for Archie, too. That was Ak. He said that. <laughs> Fuck right, well, yeah. Can I gotta wash my hands now? All right, do it. We'll put a little edit here. In a minute, I'ma need to try on this Scotty Pippen jersey real quick. Scotty Pippen. It fits. You tell me, bro. Does it fit? I mean, you don't look cool. <laughs> You're also wearing don't it I? over a shirt <laughs> with these clashing sweat shorts. This is a really bad look for you. Okay, says you. <laughs> now, let's turn the table. Dude, I'm steezed out. You're wearing a shirt that my dog has peed on more than once, first of all. <laughs> Is it more than once? swim trunks. I washed them. These aren't swim trunks. They're lady shorts from Ross. Dress See, you make my argument for me. And you look got, like hell. They got leopards on them. <laughs> dude, I'm wearing a cool jersey and you fucking Ross. Wiener. You think my shots, shorts aren't Ross, dude? You, you see think my these wiener aren't bounce Ross? around in them? Well, that you got me on. <laughs> Mine's uh, <laughs> it's tucked in. All right, oh, and we're back. Steezed up. Yep. Pippin jersey is on. Terms hands are washed. Oh, God damn it. He keeps touching blueberry sticky stuff, though. <laughs> they got the blueberry pie. Seriously, stop uh, touching we stuff. We forgot to mention this bag of Hawkins cheesies. Whoa. Yes, we will sample these off mic after the show. Jordan, you're the shit. You're getting hand jobs in Newfoundland. You are Set a cool dude. Date. You are a cool ass dude, Jordan. We also got more caramel. And uh big Turk. Hell yeah. We each get one. One of each. I forgot too, we were driving south. You know how we always drive south and we see all this like once you get a few hours south of Chicago, uh 
You see a lot of billboards and a lot of like, you know, Jesus saves. Are you ready to... Hell is real. That's yeah. my favorite Are one. you ready to meet your savior? Call 1-800-THE-TRUTH and stuff like that. And, Did uh, you call? I saw one that I hadn't seen before. It was giant. It was a giant billboard. I couldn't get a picture, but I wrote down what it said. It was, it was a, a massive baby in a diaper, and it said, if babies could vote, abortion would end. <laughs> That's my new favorite one because I just started talking. I don't about remember there being a national vote on whether abortion should be or not. Exactly. Like, <laughs> if anybody could vote, it might have gone a different way. If more than, you know, the people at the top. Um, if babies could but vote. But still, it's just right there. Somebody out there, not only because billboards cost money. That's what. Remember, we saw uh, the, the one that was Biden as an Al Qaeda. It had a bazooka. He was wearing, like. Do I remember? The rule is his wallpaper. It's tattooed now. on my brain. <laughs> But for it, like that costs money. Like a billboard is someone can finance it, and someone's right. rather than promote the local business or whatever, it's like Pretty Biden sure is Al Qaeda. You it know, was like five grand. Right. So these are they cost money. So even that, someone has to go. This is a good enough idea to spend the money I to mean, support you know pro life messaging. The guy on the did side give of the, the Taliban like eighty billion dollars worth of gear. Um, Biden billboard. Taliban. But even before the funding, it's like somebody out there thinks like... (laughs) Here's what it was. It's Joe Biden, and he's got a bazooka. I remember. And and like a head wrap towel on his head. And it says, make the Taliban great again. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Scott Wagner. Um, Anyway. But even that, I almost get more than like just even the premise that adults are out there thinking babies should vote on anything. Oh, dude! Oh, let's let a baby vote. Biden way more than fucking voting baby. Can you imagine giving a baby a multiple choice? It's just like, hey, which one of these things should you put in your mouth? A fork, uh, a light bulb, uh, uh, you know, an apple, and he would just point to anything. It's a fucking baby. Like you don't let him vote on adult stuff or any stuff. Don't let them vote. It'd be like, hey, which one of these things do you want for Christmas? And they just point at the word tuberculosis. Babies are dumb as fuck, is my point. You know, like that's the message. Yeah, I don't think you need, if babies you need to could make vote, like, huh, think about it. That's the that's the the unwritten tagline to all these. Think about it. It's like I did. I'm not letting a baby vote on anything. What would you let a baby decide in your adult life? Like, let's give the vote to the babies. Uh, I want to hear what the baby community has to say on this. <laughs> give me a fucking break. But yeah, it's like if you if you don't drive as much as we end up driving for shows and trips and whatnot, like it's there's this crazy stretch of the Midwest into the South where it's like half of the billboard messaging is a heartbeat at 18 months, eyeballs develop at 14 days or at, at 18 it's days. Tr- it's all 18 days and 14 days. It's like this isn't like oh, and the the words like murder are always used. Yeah, it's like I don't look at abortion as murdering a baby either. It's like it wasn't born. It's like it's. That is a good argument. Like, what's murder? Because I do think it is murder. Yeah, like maybe when it's about to pop out. But, but at 18 how days? How can it be murder if you haven't even been born yet? Think about <laughs> it. <laughs> Anyways. Um, Speaking of murder. Do you have to be born to be murdered? Maybe somebody got murdered while I was on vacation. We can... Uh, Hold on, wait. We have a... There's more shit out of this box. Yeah, there's a letter. I didn't know it was going to take 30 minutes, Jordan. That's enough. It's enough stuff. Oh, you know what? <laughs> Hell yeah. There is a... Dude, there's so much words. I remember... Michaela uh, had told me she was sending these. Oh, this is separate. Okay. Next fan gift. There's only one? Michaela, go. Oh, no. Okay. There's a bunch. All right. It's a long one. 
So I just wanted to preface this and mention that you don't have to read this on the pod. Okay, All right, never beautiful. Mind. She sent these. Somebody <laughs> died now. <laughs> Uh, here you go. These little like uh, little little pendants that she pressed. I'll skim it. I'll give it a once over. Look at. You can yeah. put this on his uh, on Archie's uh, oh collar. Oh my gosh, dude! The Archie gifts are making me very happy today. He doesn't even know what a special boy he is. He doesn't like. I tried to let him know. One for your girl. What? Kind of looks like my girlfriend. Oh my god! It has her. Is this her? You make these custom? She did. Has her name on it. Custom press these. If they're like uh, trying to bang my chick, I know this is audio on? and people can't see. So it's like um, when you put a penny in that machine and you crank it, and then it like flattens the penny and presses a picture on it. Right. It's like that, but with these little gold circle things. Uh, anyways, I'm gonna read this anyways. Mine uh, says turn. Writing out some info on these since they're precious metals. Aww. Uh, I was programming our new engraving machine at work and had to do like a million test runs. Uh, she works at a fancy jewelry place. Um, okay, so the gold pendants are gold vermeil, vermeilly? Uh So 925 <laughs> sterling silver hand dipped in 14 karat gold. The Hell gold yeah. is over three microns thick. Hell All right. Yeah. Hold on, where's... All right, now you're talking above my head. All right, I don't know this industry. Microns. <laughs> um, three microns thick, so it's nice and durable. The gold quality is nice, so I wear mine in the shower, etc. Ooh, <laughs> painting a picture. Uh, I have no issues, but you can remove before shower, workouts, etc. To play, uh, to play it safe. If you want, I keep mine stored in silk bags. Uh, the Archie pendant is also 925 sterling silver and has some oxidation marks on it from how it was stored. And that's why I was using it for testing. But if it bothers you, you can take these. Okay. Now you're getting long-winded. We thank you. This is very thoughtful. Uh, it says, sorry, Matt, that you didn't get one. Ha ha. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, he got a Scotty Pippen jersey. Me. You suck! <laughs> I don't know if that was for me or... To her for not giving me one. Uh, sorry, Matt, you didn't get one. LOL, I had no Capricorn pendants. Two, I've never seen you wear a necklace, and everything else I had was super feminine. I've seen a picture of me from, like, remember back in the day? That, like, that was my thing. I wore necklaces. I had, like, a Rasta bead one. I had my, my right. cross that my mom got me for Easter. I was a Christian boy. Uh, so I figured some cute stuff from Melina and Archie would suffice. Yeah. Would have thought you'd know that I swear to God, is murder, the, the day this comes out, Wednesday, this Wednesday is our anniversary. So wow. you just took the heat off me. These are from me now. <laughs> uh, Archie needs a cute little chain now. Hope you like XOXO, Michaela. The homie. Thank you. Oh, it's so nice to have physical fan gifts. I mean, I'm speaking for term. This guy is over the moon right now, sitting Man. there in front of a bunch of caramels and snowballs, pendants, dude. Flicking my pendant like it's drugs. We're fucking cool. We're famous and everyone knows it. So we can move on. Somebody died, now we're pouring one up in their memory. Dude, we're starting with the, we're having dessert first. We're just really jumping to the, <laughs> the headliner here, you know what I'm saying? Should I not have done this? No, let's, this is most deserving in both of our Fucking eyes. Fucking A, save the best for first. Exactly. Tony Sirico! Ladies and gentlemen, this week we said goodbye. Did you cry? Holly Walnuts. Did you cry? No. Did you cry? No. <laughs> Tell me the truth. <laughs> no, I've cried, uh... At celebrity deaths before, but this was not one of them. You sure? I don't know the last celebrity death, honestly, that I cried. Uh, 
I'm giving him like, the Larry as an David adult. eyes. <laughs> Just look squinting and turning my head. Here's at him. one I can remember: when Joey Ramone died, I wept like a little baby. <laughs> I think I was like 12 years old. Um, I don't think I, I. I know I didn't weep, but I, I. The last one I can remember is like Patrice. It like I got teary eyed. I got teary eyed. A, a fucking drop fell from the teary eyes, and I'm gonna consider that oh, crying. Might have got teary eyed for Norm. Yeah, maybe. Uh, that sucked. Anyway, this ain't about Patrice, and this ain't about Norm, and this ain't about Joey fucking Ramone. It's about Paulie Walnut. Least of all, Joey <laughs> Ramone. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've, I'd like seen uh, a couple years ago they did that Sopranos con thing. I saw some footage from that where he looked very frail and old. Well, he, what was it, he? It 70? wasn't shocking. At seventy nine, I think. Yeah, I mean, there's these anomalies where he's like Dick Van Dyke, right? He's in his mid nineties and he seems rather healthy, right? But it's like late seventies and beyond that, eighties. Like nobody's super surprised when you just uh, you know whatever cancer is eating you fucking finishes the meal. 79, yes. Do you know what he died from? Was it some sort of Old existing miss. illness? He's I have too no old. idea. Um, yeah, normally we like do a little breakdown, but you know, Paulie from Sopranos died. Uh, no cause of death was given, but he had been diagnosed with dementia some years before his death. Yikes. I've never heard this part of the song. I know. Like, I don't understand why the fucking version of this song <laughs> on Spotify this morning, is not the version that opens the it's like show. A harmonica now. It's like this ain't the fucking song. And I have to drag it like two minutes ahead every time. Now it sounds like Anthony Kiedis in a <laughs> uh, roller coaster. Ding Yeah, it's a bummer though. Uh, I think I'd said this recently when Ray Liotta died too. It's just like. It's it's becoming that era where the dudes from all those classic films of the 80s and the 90s and yeah. even the 70s are all at an age where they're going to start dropping now. Yeah. All these dudes I look up to, and music-wise, all the music I listen to is from the 60s and 70s. Yeah, dude, modernize that playlist. <laughs> it's like, can you imagine? Like, I've thought about this, too, about like just phases of life and like not having to experience much death, at least hopefully not, at our age. Right, like we've had a couple friends right. die, but like, yeah, when you, right, when you crack fifty, when you're on that side of fifty, it's like, a lot of your like inspirations or, or influences and just friends, like, that's right. it's just gonna start happening. My body's falling apart already, dude. I like, I had a rogue look over my shoulder and now my neck hurts. Like, it's just almost died. <laughs> that could have been it for me. Well, the mob world lost another legend as well. I mean, I know I just said there's a lot of shots to take, but we're not giving Paulie his, his own shot. We're taking as many shots as James Khan took in The Godfather. It's <laughs> too many. <laughs> it probably equals the number of deaths in the last two weeks. No, though. these are for Paulie. Right. A salute. I mean, obviously. You know what I'm going to do, actually? Sonny is his, uh, James Khan's most known role. But I'm more of an elf guy. No, I'm more of a misery guy. It's like my favorite James Khan movie. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. And that's a, is that a, yeah, that's a Stephen King story, right? It's a Stephen King move, uh, he, story. Right, he doesn't usually direct his and shit. And it's directed by Rob Reiner. <laughs> Rob Reiner did Misery. That's like, that rules. That's Kicks like, ass. I'm impressed on both counts. Not that they either of those guys stink, but it's like, they've, they've made good stuff each. But like, that one stands out as like a, a special film. You know, it was also, um, I want to say... She might have done like one thing before it, 
But that was like Kathy Bates' debut. Yeah. Anyway, we're talking about Tony Sirico. <laughs> to Pauly. Hey, Pauly, what do you hear? What do you say? Hardly knew ye. Glorious rise to start. Did you hear what I said, T? Why does every song have to have a fucking intro? Just get to it. To me, a miracle is a baby girl. I put and if on. a baby girl could vote, abortion would end. <laughs> I put this on because it was Paulie's song. A preponderance of the finest women I've known are called Nancy. There it is. And then, uh, and then Bobby Bacala goes, what the fuck? Why is this his song? What else? If I don't see her each day. Yes, we lost Paulie, we lost James Kahn, and Japan lost its old prime minister. <laughs> Shinzo Abe was assassinated. I don't really know any of the details. I know that the guy like made the gun himself because they don't have guns in Japan. It's funny, uh, a lot of the news, even the president said... Uh, like the news was all about how this is the first shooting this year in Japan. Japan has only had one shooting this year. They were really trying to like find the bright side of an ex-prime minister being assassinated publicly. No, they're just trying to fucking, you know, rub America's face in something. It's right. Like, oh, like how many do you have over there? <laughs> this is like our first one ever. Canada was like that for a while until people started shooting each other in Canada. Right. Well, America never had to fucking declare that the president was God. All right, so eat my dust. Ex-Japanese leader assassinated while giving speech. Japan's former prime minister died in the hospital after he was shot at a political campaign event. Abe was shot twice while giving a speech on a street in the city of Nara Friday morning. Security officials at the scene tackled the gunman, and a 41-year-old suspect is now in police custody. His gun looked like uh, those things that cops use to clock your speed, you know? Right. Speedometer. That's what it looks like. No, I think that's what's on your dashboard. That's probably what that's called too. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know what I know Shinzo Abe from? The, when Trump shook his hand and he yanked him. Right. right. Like it was. It, it was too he long of a shake. Like two straight was, minutes. Yeah. It was the. It was the long one, not the the yank one. And Shinzo Abe didn't know how to <laughs> say in English. Like, what are you doing? Please stop. Give me my hand back. Um. But yeah, dude, now that guy's hands can rest in peace. Freaking A. It's just a shame he didn't get a fair shake. That's <laughs> <laughs> like the one thing I know about him and try and make a whole conversation out of it. Um, all right, take it away. Who's next? Term has to have a song for everybody. <laughs> I'm going to make it hard for him, too. I'm about to get into some other people. I mean, it makes it better. This week we lost... Ivana Trump. And the song is what? It's money. Oh. She liked money. <laughs> Didn't she? <laughs> I mean, who does it? Play this when I die. She likes the money. I like money. That's what she wants. You know what's wild? I just started watching that show, The Staircase, that you mentioned last episode. With Tony Coletti? Yeah. Yeah. I watched the first two, and then I was reading how she died. Oh, yeah. And I was like, this is The Staircase. Uh, Ivana Trump, 73 years old, dead of blunt trauma, was found near her stairs. 
<coughs> Booster. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Read between the lines. So Think Pfizer killed another it. one. Uh, Ivana Trump, first wife of ex-president Donald Trump, died in an accident as a result of suffering blunt impact injuries to her torso. Really? Torso? torso. Body shots? Really? Those do the most damage sometimes. Yeah. Uh, the New York City office and blah, blah, blah. The official ruling, blah, blah, blah. She was 73. Blah, blah, blah. But no, blah. I, thought it, I thought it said she fell downstairs. No? That's what I read. Yeah. I guess I guess the ribs got busted up more than the noggin there. But um, found I dead read in Manhattan. On Yahoo News... Where is it? Yeah. Uh, an official with direct knowledge of the matter told the outlet that her injuries match those typically suffered falling down the stairs. Trump was found in, quote, close proximity to the stairs in her apartment. Wait. A spokesperson for the NYPD told Fox News. Oh, when you said Trump, I was like, Trump? Oh, she's Trump She too. is Trump. <laughs> I was like, wait, yeah, Trump Trump's dead. dead. Trump's dead. Did you not uh, hear this? There's a lot of Trumps. You guys, Trump died. <laughs> <laughs> Shinzo Abe and Trump died in the same week. Oh, they're shaking up in heaven. Crazy. Heaven? Uh, yeah, she is the mother to Don Jr., Ivanka, and that goofy-looking dude, Eric. Something about that Eric Trump. It's a really off-putting face. So I guess we just covered three other big ones there, right? We got Shinzo, we got just James Just a Khan. really gross face <laughs> and we got trump i guess i guess the three of them deserve one shot oh shit yeah you know pour me up a long island iced tea i'm gonna have a manhattan can i get a sake for shinzo abe that's where she was found dead in her manhattan residence oh my god dude the Come drinks on. just keep flowing i do love a good manhattan that's actually i haven't made one in weeks but that's like my I don't. I'm what being fancy. It's, it's just. Let's say I don't like it, and then ask what it is. Dude, it's whiskey. It's just a whiskey with some more shit. Like yeah, but uh, it's with vermouth and like Ugh. grenadine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> throw some bitters in there. Throw a cherry in there. A little juice from the fucking maraschino jar. Ooh, maraschino. That's what they're called, right? The cherries. Whoa! <laughs> that was a cool <laughs> noise. Run that back. <laughs> All right. Uh, who are you doing yours for? I'm going James Con. I already drank it. <laughs> My bad. Hardly knew ye, bro. Mickey Blue Eyes in this bitch. Um, All right, I only got one more. Who is it? Because I have like three. He's a rapper, more. and you got to pull up his song on YouTube because he doesn't have shit on Spotify. Fair enough. Give me a... Uh, yeah, you, you punch it in. Term doesn't want to spoil the name. No, like he I'm can't. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to be like, no way. Nadi Osama died? Nadi Osama? 14-year-old rapper. What? Nadi Osama. Dead at 14. I think he's the one on the left. Uh, and this song was released posthumously. It's very appropriate. So this just came out. Okay. This just came out. The song is called Dead Ops. <laughs> do it. Oh, it's too quiet. He's so angry. I know. It's like he's holding so much money and he's sitting on a nice car and he's just full of rage. You made it, dude. Right, let me go with the source. Life gets a lot harder than 14. I'll tell you that right now. 
According to a recent report from Yahoo News, 14-year-old aspiring rapper was stabbed to death by another teenager on a NYC subway platform over the weekend. Not cool, other teen. Ethan Reyes, an upcoming, that's his real name, upcoming Yonkers-based drill rapper. So he chose Nadi Osama? I guess so. Why? Is that like their ASAP mob? Because it's also with someone called Didi Osama. I think that's his brother. They're the Osama mob. I don't know. I'm just seeing a a thematic. I don't have much to say. I don't really know much about the story. But I'm seeing a thematic with like every rapper death as of late. They all have a song where they're like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill everyone. Well, the guy, I am the killer. And then they get killed. Yeah, maybe this song was like uh, written by the guy. It's called Dead Ops. Right. So maybe it's Osama a cover. The op? <laughs> Is he covering his killer song? Oh, we hardly knew ye. Um, you poet? Guy who, named Osama. I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> I really, I should know ye a little better. Um, Naughty Osama. 14. That's ridiculous. It's crazy. What were we doing at 14? We were like skateboarding. Practicing kissing on my hand like a sock <laughs> puppet. <laughs> taco flavor kiss. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was getting those taco flavor kisses practice. When, I was four, when we were 14, <laughs> we were like skating three stairs and getting kicked out and then feeling like badasses. Yeah. And then going home to drink pineapple crush. Mm. I definitely had not had alcohol yet at 14. Really? Yeah. What? Pussy. I don't think so. Really? No, I definitely hadn't been drunk. I remember I was I was already driving on my permit, so I was like late fifteen. Oh damn! About I was to be sixteen, like eighteen years old. Well, I it's I remember the first time I got drunk. I believe I was like either almost sixteen or just turned sixteen. <sighs> but I drove to the kid's house who we drank at, and then I slept there. And right. I remember like getting it. I was like felt woozy when I stood up, like off balance, like my. Right. And then What'd I was like, drink? I can't ever clear and fucking Hawaiian punch, just you know. Just juice and the strongest shit. Straight to the hard stuff. Yep. And I remember... Uh, Moonshine. Dropped it in my eyes with an eyedropper. Yeah, dude, we were at Tommy Vavernack's house. <laughs> hey, Tommy! <laughs> and then we fucking... Vavernack. <laughs> that's how I, I had to say it, like, the real name, because that sounds like a real name. You know it's real. Uh, and he would... His, like, either his dad or his stepdad, whatever, father figure was asleep, and he was, like, basically saying, oh, my dad's knocked out drunk. I'm going to go steal his boots. Okay. And he went so not into, much of a father went, figure. <laughs> It was bedroom and like took the Everclear and we were like, oh, he got it. Like, it was a big deal. Um, but yeah, I know that I had like my first shitty car, that old station wagon. Right. I drove it to Tommy's house. So like I couldn't have been 14. Couldn't have drove that car. I don't even know this Tommy character. Um, first thing I, I drank was <laughs> Mike Krakowski's garage. I mean, now that's just the guy from Monsters, Inc. And uh, now you're just drank, making up names for movies. <laughs> we drank Ice House, and we didn't just drink the Ice Houses. We beer bonged them nice. in like a filthy like funnel that his dad had probably used to put oil <laughs> in his car. You didn't rinse it, and some tube. No, I did like six beer bongs of Ice House the first six night. Six beer bongs, man. First night I drank and spewed all over his lawn. Hell yeah, that it was, was the best time of my life. I don't know if I puked that first night, that Everclear night. I got fucked up, but I don't think I like. Had a, a really regrettable amount where I like woke up head pounding yeah. and vomiting until I mean at the couple time, times later it seemed like a great idea because a beer bong you drink a beer in three seconds and to me it was like this tastes gross I've never had one of these right. it's yucky so I could just fucking boom extradite that boom it's right, right. down boom I've had six. 
boom, I'm throwing up all over the place. Bam, kick it up a notch. <laughs> got Bam, the, got bitch the went down. <laughs> just in got the Mike Krakowski's lawn. Um, all right, well. Yeah, I don't know. I was not uh, recording music videos, writing songs about killing the ops, and then you getting killed was, myself by the ops. You think that was movie money? It's just like, these, slow down. These kids had like 50 grand. Slow down. <laughs> Why are these kids growing up so fast and then dying right. is faster than they're growing up? Right, I said a minute ago, I was like, this kid's 14, like, he doesn't even know, life gets harder than, I, like, I guess it didn't. <laughs> no, I guess it, it did didn't not. Get, that was it. That was the hardest part, was surviving that moment, and he failed. <laughs> oh, uh, making light of the dead. Let's jump to somebody, you know, who's not 14. 82. Wow. Hank Goldberg, betting maven? I don't know what that means. And sports radio star dies at 82. New Jersey fan of sports and gambling who became one of the country's top television handicappers. What are the odds? I don't know what a maven a maven is. Maven a betting definition. Maven. And what's a handicapper? Is that an golf? expert or a connoisseur? A handicapper is just a guy who like uh gives you betting odds. Okay. I don't I, I don't know the etymology. I did not know that. I did not know that. Um cause was complications of chronic kidney disease, which requi- required dialysis treatments and caused the amputation of his right leg below the knee last year, said his sister and only immediate survivor, Liz Goldberg. Mm-hmm. For more than 50 years, sports pers- and gambling were inseparable spheres to Mr. Goldberg. Uh, yada, yada, yada. Odds a handicapper, maker. a yeah. person appointed to assign or assess a competitor's handicap, especially in golf or horse racing. Well, he found his niche, dude. He found his lane, and he stayed in it, and he made his name. I never heard of it, but Who uh, everybody... Are we about? <laughs> Hank? Never Goldberg? heard of it. Never heard of him. Never even heard of Hank Goldberg. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's another one, and then let's see who we got here. I got someone else. Uh-huh. I just saw this. Oh, like, I had this one written down. Why is it so hard to see? But it was you got a, a dumbass ad up here for fucking <laughs> Chicago passports. Why is this ad so big? I am renewing my passport this week, but why is the ad so big? I already made the plan. Come on, dude. Do I have to hit learn more? Well, go Man, away if you scroll down. Here, I'm going to refresh the page. I'm going to just unplug, plug back in. Look there we go. Oh, there's the <laughs> fucking ad again. How come the headline doesn't have his name? <laughs> Wait, this will get rid of it. Watch this. Bam. No Bam. shit stains in my undies. Bam, bitch went down. Uh, man who alleged... Dude, I you can't go up. <laughs> man who allegedly fatally stabbed professional race car driver was killed in police shooting. I guess we got two deaths here. Right. But the celebrity right. is this NASCAR driver. He got stabbed. Right. C- celebrity His name's name. Bobby East. Bobby East. Um, he was stabbed at a Southern California gas station. Um. Oh, yeah, the man who stabbed him at the gas station was later killed in a police shooting as authorities attempted to arrest him. He was out on parole. Uh-huh. The stabber. So Bobby East was one of the most prolific drivers of his era. Yeah, I mean, United the guy States was... United Auto Club said in a statement. He was a NASCAR driver, and he was sponsored by Dibs Ice Cream, so you know he must have been good. He made it. Um, yada, yada, yada. The SWAT team was requested because of, quote, the level of violence that Millsap had been exhibiting. Who's Millsap? That's the stabber. Millsap was identified as the primary suspect in the stabbing. Got it. Uh huh. Whoa. As authorities attempted to arrest Millsap, he allegedly became confrontational. Have you seen Millsap? Later, uh, and died at the hospital later. According to police, a police canine that was deployed at the scene also sustained a, a non life threatening gunshot wound. Dude. I'm reading another article with like, White, the same uh, information. Is there an echo in here? Canine <laughs> sustained a single gunshot wound that was non life threatening. They say the motive in the stabbing is. Did you see the not, guy? No, no. The stabber? 
No, they got a picture in your article. Yeah, look at this guy. He's oh, I mean, tatted up. That guy stays strapped with a blade for sure. That guy stabs. Yeah, he's a stabber. I would cross the street. I don't care if it's noon. Oh my god! Look at I, if I saw that guy, holy shit! Do my cross? He's like the Jeremy street. Rogers. I'm screaming rape <laughs> on a Sunday afternoon. He's got a tattoo like <laughs> under his lip. That's a shitty place for a tattoo. It's not even like. Mm. I mean, the guy's a real jerk, to say the least. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, look at the NASCAR driver too. He's very he's got wholesome. Like Twenty tattoos on his head. This guy alone. looks like he never, you know, never harmed a fly. And then you got that guy. No, that guy yeah. harms flies, dude. Millsap. <laughs> From fly to human and everything in between, that guy harms. He's a harmful dude. Um, jeez, I got another one here. This one's interesting because no one's ever heard of him, but it's, oh, this is interesting too. No, never mind. No, it's not. One Tree Hill star, Bevan Prince's husband. Bevan Prince's husband. So it's not even the celebrity, it's their husband, but it's news because they were struck by lightning. Nice. It's like, what? You really? Your have- wife's on TV and you got struck by lightning? You're getting a write-up. This guy's double lucky. Uh, I feel like every time I hear of people being struck by lucky. lightning, he they didn't live. survive. Yeah. <laughs> Um, William Friend, 33, died Sunday near Masonboro Island in North Carolina. His death is the third lightning fatality in the U.S. this year, according to the National Lightning Safety Damn, Council. Damn, there's been three lightning deaths this year? And this is our first shot for one? Every time, I hear about, every time I hear about a person being struck by lightning, they're fine. They right. live. It never happens twice. Uh, and certainly not in William's case. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Marine units from the new Hanover County Sheriff's Office and the Wilmington Police Department responded to the incident, according to a news station. And first responders attempted to resuscitate him for 20 minutes before he was pronounced dead. Officials said his death, third lightning strike, got it. One Tree Hill, that's what he looks like. There he is. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. Today we opened our, quote, doors. A park ranger named to our friends and family. Roy Sullivan was struck by lightning seven times throughout his life and survived each. He's recognized by Guinness World Records as the person struck by lightning more recorded times than anybody else. So he like sees this article and she's like, pussy. Pussy. <laughs> 33, dead, first time. Uh, no, Couldn't this hang. This dude's been dead since 83. Um, all right, where's your glass? I feel like we're going to do one more shot here. So many people died. You know, Now imagine if they weren't semi-famous right i mean we were gone probably a lot more (laughs) so it makes sense got a backlog yeah well we hardly okay two shots is probably enough for me (laughs) we hardly knew ye hank and we hardly knew ye other guy i'm taking mine for naughty osama bobby hill and william friend and of course naughty osama oh and lastly, let's get this one in there at the buzzer. Jack Knight, stand-up comedian and bust-down star, dies at 28. Another, I mean, second youngest to Osama. Right. Not cool. Um, the younger, the shittier. Um, yeah, I reckon. What's funny, too, is like this news. I went to your house uh, the other night. We watched, or other day, watched some fights. Oh, right. And then we put on a Michael Chase show after. And this guy was in it. And I was like, I, his New face season of Michael was Chase show. Very funny. fresh in my head because I saw the article. I was like, now that I, the, you know, they say like when you uh, hear a word for the first time, you'll hear it again right. within 24 hours. Right. Now that I've seen this guy's picture because of the shitty news about his untimely death, I am seeing him pop up. Like, 
I that like that thing, and I guess he was a writer or performer from um, on Big Mouth, which didn't know his name from that. Uh, Jack Knight, best known for co-creating and starring in the Peacock comedy series Bust Down and for his work on Pause with Sam J, died Thursday night in Los Angeles, his family announced. Cause of death not given. He was 28. Uh, he co-created Bust Down, which uh, premiered in March with Jay Langston, Kerma, and Chris Redd, all of whom starred in the series. And the six-episode first season of the show focused on four low-wage... All right, we get it. We'll watch it. Um, prior to Bust Down, he worked as a writer on the 2013 Fox animated series Lucas Bros Moving Company and as an executive story editor on a season of Blackish. Uh, he wrote for Bill Burr's Roku Channel sketch comedy series Immoral Compass and began working as a writer and producer on Big Mouth God, in 2018. Just like so much shit out there. Yeah, it's it's Bill overwhelming. Bill Burr's Roku Channel right? series, what? Um, I have heard of like one of the things of the eight things you've just listed off. I've heard of Big Mouth. But that, what's interesting too is that like I've though Blackish, though we didn't know him by name until this week. It's right. like I saw comedians we do know, a bunch of people like Skankfest attendees, and like uh, you know I saw Tim Dillon made a tweet about like people knew this guy. He's probably been coming up. He was probably like a West Coast guy uh, that like had a name. People knew him because he was a good writer and he was getting involved in all of these. You know he was getting. It's not easy to like. Like, uh, whether you write a show and you're pitching it or just getting a job as like producers on stuff, like, there right. is there is so much content out there. You might think like anybody can just fucking make a show. It's like, not really. Like, you have to, even I if it's a like show you don't like. There's so much content out there that it, like I can never get something made. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, but it's clear that this dude had like growing stripes in the game. Like, he probably right. would have been somebody within the next decade that, yeah, Jack Knight. Oh, yeah, Jack Knight. You know, it seemed like he was. What are we assuming? 28. Uh, not saying anything, suicide. I always assume autoerotic asphyxiation, which maybe, would, which would be wild. Because, but same with Robin Williams. You know, I was gonna say like he doesn't. The content he puts out doesn't exude. Robin it seems Williams like he's a fun off. guy. Um, no, anyone that kills himself, where you're like, but he was so fun and funny. Yeah, I guess that's kind of the thing sometimes. But that sucks. Uh, and we're poing up for Jack and the rest of the like here. Naughty. <laughs> Nadia Psalms all the way. <laughs> Hardly knew you guys. Didi. We'll see you on the other side. Rip. Oh my gosh. Well, we did it. We freaking did it. Moving along. I thought I would have handled Oh shit. Highly What'd you say? So I thought I would have had more to say or, uh, about Polly Walnuts. I feel like just like the John Lennon thing. Didn't do him good enough. You know? Well, you'll have the rest of the week to dwell on it, so I wouldn't worry too much. Now, that happens later. Um, all right, well, I guess it's time to recommend something highly. So. Highly recommended. <laughs> and let's not forget about that pesky high part. I packed a bowl. This week's Thanks, highly Clay. recommended this is album. This some Austin hookup from Clay. Is another from Chris Christopherson. Of course it is. Called Country Junk. Jesus was a Capricorn. <laughs> and babies shouldn't vote. <laughs> he believed in love and peace and never wore no shoes. Do you have a lighter in here? Long hair, beard, and sandals, and a bunch of Where are you going? I'm going to get a lighter, stupid. Oh, you, you shit. Talk. Jesus was a Capricorn, the 1973 follow-up to Chris Christopherson's already highly recommended Border Lord. 
I'll be honest, you guys. Didn't have anything in mind this week. I was like, oh shit, I need something to recommend. And I wrote this one down months ago. It's a good album. Uh, I like the opening song, title track, Jesus Was a Capricorn. I also like the second song called Nobody Wins. I mostly enjoy the third song featuring Rita Coolidge, Chris Christopherson's future wife, called It Sure Was Love. What was the other album you did? Was that Borderland or is that Borderlord? Borderlord, which right. I just told our beautiful listeners was the album before this one. Oh, sorry, I was out getting a lighter. <laughs> <laughs> sorry about that. Uh, Rita Coolidge is on a couple of songs on this album. Her and Chris Christopherson would go on to get married. They would win, I think, a couple of Grammys for duets over the years. They would get divorced by 1980. And fun fact about Rita Coolidge that I just learned on the drive over here, reading while driving. Don't do that. <laughs> she wrote the piano part. Here, you can have this shirt back. To Layla. <laughs> oh, that wasn't a book you were reading. <laughs> so many articles at 90 miles per hour, so little time. Uh, she wrote the piano part to the song Layla, featured oh, in Goodfellas. It's like the most iconic part. Exactly. And she didn't get any fucking credit for it because <laughs> she was at the time dating Clapton's drummer who then like fucking left wherever she was to go to the recording sessions. And he was just like, oh, yeah, my girlfriend came up with this and laid it down, gave her no credit. What? She brought it up to her manager to try and sue. And her manager or someone at the time was like, what are you going to do? You're a lady. <laughs> that's amazing. The person that's getting 15% of your money. What are you going to do? You're a chick. What are you going to do about it, chick? What are you going to do about it, <laughs> It's like, bitch. don't you want the money? You get a percentage if we win this. And he's like, fuck you. No, this is Grow a big a game dick, of telephone you stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Layla. Here it is. Coolidge didn't receive songwriting credits for the Piano Coda in 1971's that Layla. Sucks. Um... No, she was told by Clapton's manager, not her own. Okay. Robert I was gonna Stigwood, say, quote, Fired, so fired. <laughs> what are you going to do? You're a girl. You don't have money to fight but this. But still, I bet Rita's quote. manager was like, first of all, it's probably... He's right. Chris Christopherson. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Rita's manager was probably like, ah, I don't know if there's much we can do about this. Here's what I read, though. This is from the keyboardist on, the, on Layla, Bobby Whitlock, who said, Jim, that was her girlfriend, or her boyfriend... Jim took that piano melody from his ex-girlfriend, Rita Coolidge. I know because in the Delaney and Bonnie days, I lived in John Garfield's old house in Hollywood Hills, and there was a guest house with an upright piano. Yada, yada, yada. Jim took the melody from Rita's song and didn't give her credit for writing it. Her boyfriend ripped her off. End quote. This guy's a real jerk. That does like uh, that is a thing, and look, I'm not gonna lose any sleep over it. But that bugs me when I hear about that, especially like things that are okay. Take it easy. Take it easy with the fucking. What are you doing? I'm trying to get to the piano part. Yeah, but it's. I'm trying to make a point. <laughs> Forgot my point. <laughs> there we go. It bugs me when people don't get the credit, especially for like songwriting that goes on to make buku bucks. Buku. Yeah. Like uh, it always bothered me that the there was that. Um, I, I don't even want to say like was scandal, but like. Um, 
This Is America by Childish Gambino won right. a bunch of fucking Grammys. Right. And then there's that song by American Pharaoh or something. I think that was the song we name. We played it on here, yeah. Right. We talked about it. but like, And then it was like, that was before the Grammys, the, like, the whole TMZ video talking to the guy who wrote the song that sounded exactly like it. Here's the thing. You don't have to even mention his name into the mic. Like, let him get one of the fucking trophies. They're already have, giving away 40. They're giving these things away. So it's like, let him have one. Put his name as a writer of the song. You don't have to get up there and say at the Grammys, it was actually this other guy. Like, just give them what they want, which is the recognition for the idea. Do you think that's what he wants, though? I mean, I, you know what Bug, I'm remembering now? The do guy who wrote it. Do you want streaming revenue or do you want a Grammy? No, he, he didn't. <laughs> what bugged me was he seemed to not want either. He was like, people are hearing this. He was being all, you know, Buddhist right, monk even, about it. That's almost the most annoying. Right. It's like, no, no, no. You earned it's something. It's the Al Gore fucking approach of just like fucking back down and take it in the <laughs> ass and be like, well, I'm thankful for my place. I didn't like that. But, but still, it's like, it's not that hard. <laughs> fucking Bernie Sanders did it. <laughs> did it. <laughs> Uh, but anyways, yeah, good for Rita. We're letting the people know. I didn't know. Yeah, she got it in. She got some Grammys. She's dead now, right? No. Okay, good. She's 77 <laughs> years young. Because <laughs> I was going to say, like, this only matters if she's still out there. Let's change the fucking, the narrative here. Another good song on this album is Larry Gatlin's Help Me, originally recorded by Elvis Presley. You may have heard of him. By myself or all alone or something. Are you excited for the Elvis movie? <laughs> I know you like seeing movies. Actually, Drew told me it wasn't that bad, and I didn't respond. <laughs> 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 we had already been texting about the boys, so I just continued right. boys I finished talk. It. I finished it last it's night. It's great. I, I fell asleep on part of it, but it was good. It was <laughs> I good. I love the show. I was very into it. I love the show. Unconsciously. Um, no, I do too. But yeah, all, I, all I've seen of this Elvis movie is it's already been memed. Is there's a scene where it, there's he's fat Elvis, and the makeup is just hilarious. Do you know the guy from The Boys is uh, Meg Ryan's son? No, which one? His the main dude, his Huey? name's Jack Quaid. It's Dennis Quaid and yeah, Meg Huey. Ryan's son. Yeah. I knew he was Dennis Quaid's son, and didn't know that Dennis Quaid had fucked Meg Ryan to make a kid. Nice. Go I, Dennis Quaid. I, I believe so. Either way, yeah, I didn't know. He's doing way better than his brother. You were the one who told me that the Stranger Things girl was Uma Thurman's daughter. I had no idea. Yes. Is that that something people know? Yeah, she's also in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. She's getting more acting roles out there. She's but in that I didn't know that was, you know, the relation. And Ethan Hawks. That's probably what they want though. You know what I mean? It's not like don't don't refer to me as Uma Thurman's kid. It's like I want to make my name (laughs) as an actor. Ethan Hawk's daughter. (laughs) Hello. Have you seen Sinister? (laughs) Uh yeah. Anyways. Anyways. this guy <laughs> it's a good song uh last highlight of the album i would say is jesse younger you know i was reading the only single on this album is the last song called why me which is some fucking boring religious shit that went to number one on the country charts. Yeah, dude, we want to hear jesus was a capricorn right some of that less religious shit Lord, of everything i've played this is this is the single they released get the fuck <laughs> no, we learned. Remember two weeks ago? You got to get some out, and then the realistic farts are when you fold it for right. just a little leftover. Keep that in mind. Anyway, Jesse Younger. What is this, track six? Fucking kicks the shit out of Why Me. Why Me? That's the song asking why it's the single. Little Jesse Younger was well 
you know, uh, this is cool. Apparently the critics shit on the album. Apparently they shit on Borderlord too. I didn't uh, hear the first one. Jesus was a Capricorn. In the chorus, he goes, uh, "Cause everybody likes to have somebody to look down on." You know, it's him talking about the critics shitting on Borderlord. He's like, "All right, fuck y'all." I see how it is. And scandalize their name. And his parents never really ever said it been dissolved. Yeah, like if you tried to sell His me on this album with that Why Me brother. song, I'd be like, get the fuck out of my ears. Leave my house. But if you showed me this, I'd be like, oh, this is tight. Yeah, it's a dope chorus. Oh, Jesse Younger, you're a devil, not a man. So unkind. Your life the way they planned. Speak in your own mind. Roodle doo doo. 1973s. Jesus was a Capricorn. Jesus was a Capricorn. Kanye remixed it later. Uh, <laughs> I like it. Jesus was a Capricorn. I do like Jesus was a Capricorn a lot. It's uh, it's it's secondly titled "Ode to John Prine." Might be some people out there who like country music who've been wondering why hasn't Term recommended any John Prine? I thought you did. I don't know, like his albums. There's like five John Prine songs that I think are wonderful. Ribbit. But I've never made it through a whole album. Everybody's gotta have somebody to look down on. Someone to feel better than at any time they please. Doing something dirty decent folks can frown on. Help yourself to me. So is he Jesus, the Capricorn, from the POV of this song? Like, would you have you thought about it from that angle? Like, what he's saying about I think it's just a, a message folks? to like hateful people who right, might find themselves religious. It's it's a it's a what would Jesus do kind of a message. Practice what you preach message. It's, hey, perhaps. remember, Jesus wasn't a prick. He was a carpenter. He was a nice guy. He was a Capricorn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like this this part. Eggheads fussin', rednecks cussin', hippies for their hair. Some folks laugh it, who laugh it, who laugh it. Some folks hate the whites, who hate the blacks, who hate the Klan. Most of us hate anything that we don't understand. Bars, dude. Bars. Classic country lyrics. Yep. Country as fuck, yo. 1973's Jesus was a Capricorn Jesus by the Capricorn. one and only Chris Christopherson. I'm afraid because I ain't talked to God in so long. Hell yeah. Chris Christopherson was in uh, Alice Doesn't Live Here Anymore, directed by Martin Scorsese, who did Goodfellas, which had Layla by Rita Coolidge, the ex wife of Chris Christopherson. 
Also featuring Tony Sirico in Goodfellas. Yeah! <laughs> Bringing it around. James Kahn's in there somewhere. Um, should we move on? Yeah. That was that. I don't know. It's time for bad questions. It's time for bad questions. Reports. I know we just shifted gears, but can have your book back here. Would you read it? I did read it. Fuck yeah, dude. And uh, maybe we should have done that while we were still doing uh, obits. We could Poe up for the 12 Lost oh, Lives. Oh, dude, Poe up again. <laughs> uh, Term loaned me a book, I don't know, a couple months ago, and then I just read it in the last, like, two weeks. John Krakauer's Into Thin Air. Yeah, I finished a book when we were driving back from Arkansas a couple weeks ago. And then I was like, that was a book that was loaned to me by my sister. So I was like, let me read another one that was loaned to me, try and get some of oh, these yeah. returned to their owners but oh, yeah. uh yeah term gave me this book it's just like a first-hand account uh it, it's like it a novel but it's a true adventure story a it's personal tr- account of the mount everest disaster so of 1996 it's not a novel but it reads as like i don't know it's it's it's, it's one of the best books i've ever read to think that the uh, that everything in this book is like how to the best of their knowledge this is like really really happened there's no right. fiction uh but yeah it's this dude who's always been into mountain climbing and he's a journalist and he uh he he's had like he's been on the line with a contract for an outside magazine to write about like join on a trek with a right. Everest to write about it to you know to review the process and the companies that are selling this experience of climbing Everest. It didn't work out. It didn't work out. And then eventually he gets this offer to go be a part of an expedition and write the article for the magazine. So he joins that, and in 1996, uh, he's part of a group of like I think it's 12 people, but that's just one group. There's all these people that guide you if you have the money. That you can just buy the trip up Everest and right. pay There's Sherpas to carry your shit for multiple you. Multiple expeditions so going was on like, at once. Even the days he's talking about, there's hundreds, or at least like 100 people, but his group is 12. There's a bunch of groups. Right. There's like minimum maybe 60 people, maybe like 100. 100 max, maybe. Yes. Uh, there's three expeditions, I think, that he mentions at the on the day that they go up. There's He's yeah. part of the American expedition. There's an Australian crew. There's a South African crew, and then there's people that go up from both sides because the mountain splits right. China and Nepal. So you and and it was always based on like the laws of when you could enter. Like everyone used to go up the Nepalese side, and then like they it was cheaper when they opened the borders in right. in Tibet or something. So it was like there's different routes up this same mountain. But anyways, it's it's climbing Everest. You know what it is? Is is people want to be? Uh, they want to achieve the ultimate height. I want to be on the roof of the earth. I right. want to be standing on the highest point of land possible on the planet. So it draws like attention from celebrities and yada, yada, yada. So this dude goes finally on his expedition because he's always wanted to hike Everest A. He wants to get to the summit. And he finally gets the, the payment that he's looking for from the magazine. We'll, yeah, we'll basically fund your trip to go up there. $60,000. Per person. More for some people, depending right. on... And they talk about the history. It used to be five. Then it was ten. And then they realized, like... It became yeah, a whole industry. You can't just come here and do this. It, it's 70 grand if you want to climb Everest. But he details the entire story, which yada, 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 unexpected weather occurrence at the top in 96. And... Uh, I think 12 was the number of people 12 was the number died. of people who died. And... Um, yeah, I, th- I forget. But it was a similar number with his group because I think six people from right. his group died and five survived. So it might have been 11 or 12. They made a film in 2015 called Everest about 
uh, this expedition or multiple expeditions, the the ninety six disaster. Yeah, uh, it's not very good. Well, how could it be? Because exactly. this book happened in the middle of the movie shoot. So I was saying, like, uh, so many people died, and then they're like, "Let's finish the movie." Well, and it's like, no, 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 that's not what happened. They, in twenty fifteen, they did a movie oh, okay. to try and depict the disaster. I'm sorry. In the book, they talk about how an IMAX crew is also climbing the mountain, right. filming a, a right. movie. No, but the problem which with they did finish filming a film about this event is that. There's so many people involved. So much of what happens happens over the span of hours yeah. that they it, they just couldn't accomplish it. When I watched the film. It's not very good. And a lot of it is just like it's not very good because something that in reality took a span of like 8 hours in the film it feels like it took 30 seconds. And they they I understand that like they had to pick things that they were going to juggle and, and things they were going to give screen time and things that they weren't going to give screen time. Uh, That's it's interesting. It's just so much better to read the book. And and the film is not based on the book. No, yeah, you're talking about a different movie. Uh, Krakauer has some... There's there's a afterword in this edition uh, that details that I d- Krakauer I, has some disputes with some other people from the I literally the had like 10 pages left in the afterward, but I like got it. It's prick waving with everybody. Everybody who survived wrote a fucking book. There was another book called <laughs> The Climb yep. and that kind of painted him out to be a jerk. Yeah. Uh, there was another dude who was one of the assistants on the expedition, a Russian dude named Anatoly. Yeah, about Kreev. So he was interviewed for the other book and he kind of blamed things on different people this book, it feels like, blames things on Anatoly, even right. though Krakauer reiterates multiple times, that, like, I'm not saying it was his fault. Well, I did read I'm the I'm not saying it was anyone's fault. The difference but being, there were Krakauer interviewed the survivors and the other people didn't. They, right. didn't. they didn't, like, test their theories against the accounts of the people who were there. Right. He did. He talked to everybody he could. And there were people that wouldn't talk to him for a while, and then he finally got them to make their statement. Yeah. But, yeah, he wrote a book in less than a year. First of all, he wrote the article after he survived the Everest disaster. And then, like, I don't know, probably dealing... You know how everybody, like, uses your outlet to deal with stuff? I write songs about shit that's real. Right. I write songs about shit that's whatever. I'm sure he writes journalist stuff where it's just for the paycheck. And this, he's like, that article didn't... In fact, he he got stuff wrong. So he, like, corrects it in the book and does a more detailed account. Right. Either way, some people's it's a dream, riveting These people, book. all the people in the book, they're part of their goals in life, their dream, like, things like bucket list... Climb Everest, summit Everest. You got to get to the top. You can't. You can't quit. A lot of these people, they couldn't make it the first time they tried in '93. So they of, go back. Part of what brings on the disaster, right, is one of the they, leaders they of the American expedition to acknowledge the time to turn around if there's they a, don't make it. There's a dude who he took up the year before who didn't make it. And in this, in 96, he kind of persuaded him, like, come back, I'll get you up there. So he couldn't, he couldn't not go. Obligated to get this guy to the summit because also it's going to reflect poorly upon your business next year when you're trying to charge people $60,000 and they, they go, well, last year you didn't even get the people to the top. Right. And the year before that, like, if you, what am I going to give you my money? Right. You didn't even accomplish it. And if he hadn't made it up this year, that would have been two years in a row he fucked up. So it's a, it's, you know speculation of their mindsets and all that but either way these people i bet they would say it's part of their like life's mission their dream to summit everest this book is a fucking nightmare and before they get to the storm like what it takes to reach even the base camp sounds fucking terrible i was telling you this holy cow is that an investment of your personal life like something like a three-week trek to even get to 
Oh, just the to base, base camp. Uh, the whole like thing level is like one. the whole thing to get up Everest is at least two months because you realize you can, and I just talked about this with Denver, dude. It's like six thousand fucking altitude. They're going up to almost thirty thousand where your plane flies at yeah. altitude. So you have to uh, acclimatize your lungs. Right. So when you reach camp one, you spend hours all day. You might spend ten hours climbing up to camp two to spend time there, and then climb back, back down to, to one, camp one, then up to three because you need to like then back to two. condition your body. And I'm like, dude, this right. sounds miserable. Then up to four, then back to three. You can't just climb. Oh, I made it to camp two, no, so tomorrow's die. camp three. You will die. You will be dead. And even the safe way. Everybody gets fucking hypoxia. Right. The, their their brain stops functioning. Like, you think I I get little nervous about getting lightheaded and possibly losing consciousness when I visit Colorado. Right. This shit is like everybody's basically guaranteed to like not have cognitive functions at a certain point. Like you get up to Everest and everybody is like well, like the babies. You don't want voting on adult issues. Yes. It's like your brain goes to like you, Google you, Gaga. You can't communicate. You're <laughs> fucking. So that's so weird to think that like. They should th- put the voting risk. booths on top of Mount Everest. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how did the altitude become 30,000 down here on election day? <laughs> uh, no, yeah, it's, it's fucking extremely riveting. I had something else that I was about to say. And Back I to the nightmare of it. Before they even get to Camp One or Base Camp, there's like the last city in Nepal or whatever before you, know, you go past right. 17,000 feet altitude. Is that where they like burn the dung? That's yeah. That's where <laughs> they the have cabin. the whole city has three toilets, which are unusable because they're overflowing with shit and there's no maintenance. Right. So e- they said everybody that's there doesn't use the toilets. They just go and pull out. They just shit in the snow. They just shit in the snow to the point where it's like you're slipping in it to leave that part of the city to get to Camp One. Like it's there's not snow anymore. There's diarrhea that well, you're hiking said through. They had to sleep in this cabin, and it's so cold. And what the village people oh, do? Several to people warm got frostbite and, and limbs amputated in the end of this by just going that high and being in, in the storm. But in that cabin, before they even reach the the base camps, uh, what the people in the village do to warm the cabin is they light dung on fire. Yeah, they got to burn they don't the have dried wood. shit. Yep. <laughs> so they're just. They're chilling in a cabin full of dung smoke. That sounds then, like a rap song. Yo, I'm chilling in a cabin full of dung smoke. <laughs> and then they have to like leave the cabin to get like fresh air because their lungs are full of dung smoke and they're coughing and their eyes are red Dude. and they're teary. And one of the wildest they parts. Paid. They paid $60,000 for this experience. The two wildest parts in this book to me all related to the same guy. Because at the end chapters, they, he starts talking about, like the guy who survived and wrote this book, he basically just beat the storm. He summited and then he started going back about, down. Uh, the Texas dude? No, John Krakauer. I'm saying he. No. Anyways, uh, the guy whose name was Beck. Yes. I don't, uh, is he the Texan? Yes. This Beck motherfucker. Weathers. Beck dude. Weathers played by Josh Brolin in the film. Oh, really? Not who I would expect to play so Beck Weathers. Now, is that the 2015 movie you were talking yes. about? Okay, I haven't seen this. That's it's not, it's I, I not very good. When they talked about the IMAX team summiting with them, I was like, I want to watch this. Did they make... Did they release That I the want to see. Yeah, yeah. Um, but either way, he's detailed... And it reminded me of that movie Climax by... Uh, the guy Gaspar I like, now. Gaspar. Yeah. Um, because the way they show in Climax, the movie, like a bunch of people freaking out on acid, and it's not like, whoa, look, it's summertime and I see a snowman cartoon. It's like, it's, it's like you're watching people make very bad decisions because their brain is somewhere else. Yeah. And that's what's happening with these people on Everest. So then he's talking about trying to get down. It's basically hurricane winds. It's like at, at a certain point, he talked about how- Maury's F- wigs don't come <laughs> off. Uh, negative 100 
Fahrenheit, like with with the wind chill and everything at a certain point, like crazy colds, frostbite if your mittens come off cold. Uh, and then he's writing in the book. I should have fucking dog-eared it, but he's like, at a certain point, Beck walked up to me in the middle of the storm and said, in my ear, he go, he mumbled to me, it's all right, I've got this all figured out. And then he went and stood up on the edge of a rock and a wind blew him into thin air. <laughs> and And it's like, which is wild just to stand up untethered with your ropes and all that to a point where wind could knock you off a, right. a mountain face. He said like, think of what's going on in his brain. That's not working. He walked up and said, Hey dude, I got this. He was like, I got this figured out. And he goes Beck, What? And then he sees him go. Foo. He's like, wow, you really figured it out Beck. Right. There's <laughs> another dude who he, he talks about, uh, who is delirious and they're on their way down Yeah, and they have to like pull him back because Yo, his idea yeah, he th- is I'm just going to jump. No, this will be quicker. This will be easier. I'll just jump down. Oh, it's like a slide. 7,000 feet. I'll just jump. <laughs> Bro, that doesn't work like dude, that. I love. But your brain up there is like, no, oh, why not? Dude, I had to read why it. Why can't like, I just slide down? I had to read it twice. This like, then he whispered in my ear. He mumbles. I oh, got I, got, I got this figured out. I know what to do. And then that's what he did. And then he didn't die. No, Beck's alive. Beck came back and he survived on his own after going boom, into thin air. He's one of the craziest That's the craziest stories. thing I've ever seen. Probably or I, I've the- ever. Most infamous survival story of Everest is back. The, the craziest. I, I keep getting more hyperbolic with each statement. It was the craziest part of this book is that the guy in that part didn't die. Yeah, he got blown off of Everest. He doesn't have hands anymore. And then he like walked but up to camp alive. the next day on his own, and he was like, and he didn't remember anything from the previous. There, there were points when people were like helping him chisel ice off his mask and talking to him. No recollection of it. He just came to one day on the side of a mountain that he got blown off of and said. I'm going to figure out how to... He was as good as dead. He had like one eye working. It's wild, dude. Uh, I think I've read that he claims, you know, he thought about his family and shit like that, and it somehow just like zombie revived him yep. to where he was like, I'm not dying on this mountain. I'm getting up. After he made it back to the tents for like two... They were still... They had to get him down. They weren't off Everest. They had to keep going camp three, camp two, right, camp when one. Right. When you're at... So every night, they were like, one? he's not going to survive the night. And every day he did. And they you were like... S- you still need a helicopter to come rescue you from base camp one. Base right. camp is not the base of the mountain. No, no, no. <laughs> it's it's at like 10,000 feet up. It's a, I think it's at like it's 16 crazy. or 17. Yeah. And which is wild too, because helicopters, they teach you, they can't function all the way at the summit of Everest. There's not enough like whatever you need in the air to to float a helicopter beyond like 26,000 feet. Right. The air's too it's thin. It's not the same as an airplane. You need thickness in the yes. air to fucking like the, for the blade to grab so onto even to call a helicopter to help you have to make it back down to a certain camp like you it's only up to you you're alone up there and you have to they always say it's not the hardest part isn't summiting it's getting back down yeah because you've used all of your energy and a lot of times brain cells like your head's not working and then you have to spend i don't know 12 hours climbing downward over ice so this is why um and this disaster is why it is now a requirement for um, guides to use bottled oxygen when um, bringing paid customers up to the summit of Everest. Uh, up until this event, it was not a requirement. And if you read this book, you'll you'll see that some of the guides on this expedition did not wear bottled oxygen, um, which could have been to the detriment of twelve. Well, they also take you through the timeline of all people—not all people, but you know most notable Everest treks and then basically you learn when people started figuring out i need supplemental oxygen like 
And then there were certain points where, like, some people don't use some of these Sherpas, they get all the way up there well, and Sherpas they don't use it. almost never do. Right. Because they're fucking. But it's frowned badasses. upon to be paid as a guide exactly. and not use it because that's dangerous. Which is that Anatoly dude, that's kind of the criticism levied towards him. But yeah. it's a really phenomenal book. Uh, Krakauer wrote Into the Wild, which is probably his most famous work. Um, but he has another Into book, and it's Into Thin Air, and it's fucking kick ass. So. Highly recommended. If I'm not Into mistaken, we are doing fan questions right now. It's time for fan questions. All right. For real this time. We're actually gonna do a fan question now. Not talk about a book. Let's go. Hey, facts. Whoa, Jesus. Wu-Tang or N.W.A.? Wu-Tang. I'm rolling with the Wu. You got to give me time to guess, like Mitch Hedberg. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with the Wu. Yeah, Wu-Tang for sure. And who I, says N.W.A.? I, I like N.W.A. I think their songs rule, but you got to go Wu-Tang. I could name four N.W.A. songs, maybe. There's like twice as many Wu-Tang dudes. You got to go on maybe. just quantity alone. You know what? Four is too many. I couldn't, I couldn't do four. <laughs> name four N.W.A. songs. Uh, straight out of Compton. One. Express yourself. Two. I, I, you're gonna get it. I know you're gonna get it. Go. Fuck the police. Obviously. <sighs> number four. Number <laughs> wow! I dug four. myself a hole with four. <laughs> Fuck the police. Straight out of Compton. Express yourself. Express yourself is the best NWA song, hands down. It's very good. Come on, there's got to be one more. I know. I gotta be honest. I'm looking at them right now, and I'm like, damn. I don't, I don't know if I would have known. A There's fourth not. One. Who knows more than three NWA songs? Oh man, and a lot no, of I'm them. Tapping. I'm tapping out. I got nothing. I'm seriously like, you know what? I thought this was gonna be like, fuck you, but I don't know these other. Songs. Do they have a song called "America's Most Wanted"? That's I could, Tupac, I would dude. believe that. Okay, that's Tupac. It might be. Um, no, it's. Uh, Always into something. Gangsta, gangsta. Gangsta, gangsta. I was going to say, that's the other one. A bitch is a bitch. Okay. <laughs> Which I like. I should have known that. Um, and then there's a bunch of stuff. I've never heard less. any of these songs. I'm just saying they sound like NWA songs. Yeah. Gangsta, gangsta, I actually <laughs> did know. But I wouldn't have passed the four song test. Now, name four Wu-Tang Clan Whoa! songs. <laughs> I have to do this? <laughs> yes. Gravel pit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope you get at least three, dude. Gravel pit. Uh, you can do this. You method know this. man. <laughs> oh my god, it, that counts. Damn it! Doesn't that. it? I hate that. That counts. It has to. It's the name of a song. M e t h o d man is a Wu Tang song. Uh, Triumph. That's three. Uh, you got this, dude. There's one that's so obvious. You're gonna get it. Ice cream man. Shimmy shimmy ya. You, one of the words. Shimmy shimmy ya. Not so much ice, but. Ice tea. <laughs> you just said it. Ice cream. Man. Not so much ice. What? Oh my god. <laughs> We're doing it a third time. Okay. Say the say the name you just said again. Ice cream man. Right. But not ice as much as Oh, it's blank cream man. <laughs> oh, you're saying cream. Dude, you're saying we have a song. blank cream man is definitely the title, you guys. Holy shit, is that my favorite thing? You mean cream? Yes, I mean cream. Of That's course. the fourth title. But isn't Ice Cream Man a song by Wu Tang? 
Or is that like First of all I hope not Or is that Raekwon or someone You know what's funny Is the number one song When you just google it They have a song called Wu-Tang <laughs> You just said that They have a song called Ice Cream Man I've rapped to the beat before <laughs> Blank Cream Man <laughs> <laughs> Oh no That's not it I don't see Ice Cream Man anywhere dude I'm sure it's a rap song, but I don't think it's Wu. It's connected to Wu-Tang. Reunited. I know that one. Protect your neck. Duh. Right. Uh, can it all be so simple? You would have probably figured that one out if I, if you, if you, you what's, know, spent what's all day on it. What's the one with the spike bat to the nuts? Bring the ruckus is one. Torture. Shame on a dude. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Oh. Um, what am I looking up? Ice Cream Man. Yeah. Who's the rapper? Put that on It's got to be Raekwon or something. Cause I'm the ice cream man. That's Lil Wayne. I'm the ice cream man. Fire for fire. <coughs> I'm the ice cream man. Toss you like a fruit salad. Strawberry <laughs> grape. Yeah. Strawberry grape jelly. I can hear the beat in my head. Dude. Oh, man. Ice cream man's a great song by Van Halen. Also, just wanted to say. So, search ice cream song rap. Do you get anything? Uh, ice cream man uh, rap song. Yeah, it's it's Raekwon and Ghostface. Yeah, but that's not Wu Tang. Are Wake Raekwon and Ghostface not in Wu Tang? They're in it. They're not it. I've rapped to this <laughs> beat before, and we have too. Yeah, yeah. This is like sway in the morning. Like, all right, Ice freestyle. Um. So yeah, Term just proved it. It took him forever to get to Kareem, but it's obviously Wu Tang over NWA. There's, I a, had there's other, at least four singles. I had other fourth songs in there. I was just trying to figure out what you were talking about. I couldn't believe it took you that long. You kept saying ice cream, I and know. I was like, not ice. And you're like, Because huh? <laughs> I was caught up on the fact that the song I just played, I know exists. And I was like, how do I have the name wrong? It's called ice cream. Oh, my God. All right. Well, yeah, the answer is Wu-Tang. Fucking duh. <laughs> Glad we got to the bottom. We answered it, and then we spent 10 minutes <laughs> quizzing term anyways. Come on. Folding the whoopee over. Give it a minute. Mm. Slightly too much air still. Yeah. Hello, e-commerce squares. This is Wayne the Boofing Bastard. Oh, Wayne the Boofing Bastard. I'm going to cut you off real quick because we got to take this last half shot for all of the lives lost on Everest in 96 on Rob Hall's uh, expedition. I did pour these up when we were talking Everest. (laughs) Oh, it's good to be home, and it's good to have not been on the summit of Everest in 1996. What's wild, too, is they talk about... I can't get over this book. They talk about how, like... They were saying, like, you think people will learn from this? And he's like, absolutely not. Two weeks later, someone died. Yeah. Somebody just, like... Yeah, like, they ignored... Well, three, I think it is, of the 12 weren't from the American and... Australian expeditions. Right. They also talk about how Rob Hall and Scott Fisher had competing, like, guide you up Everest businesses. So, like, pay us and we'll do it this way. Rob Hall's the Australian, right? Yeah. And Scott Fisher's the American? I believe so. It's one or the other. I believe so. Uh, Those are the two American and Australian crews. But there was, like, a. (sighs) There was another one. There was another crew. Uh, going on, I thought he said Andy that like Harris? three of the deaths on uh, of the twelve, like weren't even in, like their oh, two no, expeditions yeah, 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 yeah. were kind of intertwined. That but this third been... one was off on their own. 
Oh, I, I think I, they were like Nepalese or Indian. I remember or something. it was called the like Lapaki group, right? But I think I think it was yeah, it was another tribe. It wasn't the South Africans. They but weren't yes, English. They were like an a, not an afterthought, but like a total side mention after this because, book because they were like, oh yeah, and while this was happening, three other people because America doing and this. Australia their expeditions were intertwined. They were yeah, kind yeah. of like together. All but right. these other dudes were on the total opposite facing side of the mountain and also lost three dudes. Oh, and another thing. I keep saying South Africans. The thing about them, jerks. Yeah, that one dude was Wouldn't a real up. asshole. He, he had the only like working radio during the disaster, and they were getting distress calls from the top. And then the guy was like, we need your radio. And the South African was like, no. Like, you guys were... No, like they were. There's they, they a bunch of prick waving on the mountain right. too. Like we're gonna summit tomorrow at two. The other details, so we don't want you cloud, you know, getting and bottlenecking it up. And they're like, no, we're we're doing it then. And it's like, dude, if you just waited, like we'd all, it would be easier. But people are like, no, that's when we were gonna. No, it's my radio. It's like, yeah. well, now twelve people are dead. You jerk. Anyway, jerk. Wayne goes on. I got you with another porn star recommendation for Tom. Tom, check out the porn star. Hot Kinky Joe. Joe? That is Joe. Hell yeah. Not the E. J.I. Jerk off. But right. besides that, Canada. Is this more giant insertion stuff? Didn't yeah, I say <laughs> two weeks ago it's not my thing? That's why he said this is her term. <laughs> Wait, go to the first one. Wayne, well played. The very first one. Dude, this lady's shoving like... Cake know, slice, like a slice a hydrant. birthday cake up her butt. She got a fire hydrant up her ass. Uh, which one? That's insane. That's like when Stan Marsh takes the biggest shit in the world. <laughs> Hold on, go off of it. <laughs> oh my god, it is. And, he, and he's hot, 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 hot. like Emmy winning show. That's what it looks like. So yeah, a lot of she's on a she's like suspended in air. It's funny. I don't even have to. We can just do thumbnails. We don't see. It looks like she's giving anal birth right there, and I hate that. It's like a, the that's crown not of, her asshole though. I don't think. No, I think yeah, that's a ball. No, do that. Oh, I'll click it. That's definitely. It says her gigantic ball. Yeah, coming out of her butt. It's like I want to find it hot. Her face is hot, and she's like in pleasure. She is hot. I think. Well, this is nice. Yeah, some girl pleasuring herself. Doing herself. So this is only a 30 second video. I think we could make it to the end. Mm-hmm. I might not. Title: oh, I, I Hot Kinky Joe <laughs> puts ten balls in her ass and shoot them. Then challenge too huge. Who wrote this? <laughs> too buku. Swear to God, this is exactly what it says. Okay. By the way, it's not Hot Kinky Joe. Put ten balls in her ass and shoot them. Then challenge too huge. So she put ten balls in her ass, and then she, once they're shot out, she challenged two huge balls to enter the ass at that oh, point. Oh, nice! Dude, her ass is gross. <laughs> Seriously, I'm like, dude. nice. And you're like, she just shit out four soccer balls. Not full size, though. They're like the half size soccer balls. Yeah, for like an infant. Dude, now she's shitting out a football. Yeah, that's an actual football, though. Okay, so that's what that was. And Ew. that's her asshole. I'm going to vomit. <laughs> that's great. That's great, Wayne. See, the very first one, it, all the way up. Oh, I can't. Don't click that one. Okay, now it's the There's second. Another, I know. They just uploaded this one minute, nine seconds ago. <laughs> no way! Let's see the new one. It's a minute old. <laughs> it's more balls, though. We're we living just, in real time. We just saw this one, you know? It's like, it's just right. more. It's just her shitting out. It's literally the same thing. Balls. Like, it's, play balls. This lady said. These are like little foam basketballs and soccer balls. Is she like 46, dude? Come on. This dude. is what she does for work. Dude. Oh, I gotta go shit soccer balls in front of a camera. <laughs> is that her farting? Everybody goes to work. Oh, that's her breathing. Uh, after the end. 
Oh, she jams her fingers in her pussy, and it looks like not even for pleasure, but like for yeah. leverage. Oh, yeah. Gotta pop it out. <laughs> oh. Dude, and by the way, that last one was Put not a your ball. Asshole, back in. Did you see that last one was not a ball. That was her. Ass. I know. Her insides came Put outside. Put your colon back in your body, dude. That was like. So it was like soccer ball, volleyball, and then it was like my ass my ball. My body. Same size. Coming out of itself. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Wayne. No, but I like that first one, how she's got this like a really long thing. That's cool. I like length. Not so much. For width. the insertion? Yeah, I just don't need it to be as wide as a fucking fire hydrant, dude. That's crazy. That's really disgusting. And Wayne, we're judging you like, for knowing who she is. Part of masturbation to me or like porn is the whole like t- fantasy that you can include yourself in what you're seeing. Gosh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When she's shoving, what is she shoving? Soccer ball? Take your pick, dude. Anyways, let's move on. It's like, you know those... uh. I guess not. You know those like, uh, what would you call them? Those like big poles they have like in front of a Target, you know, so that no one drives their car into the front of Target. There's just like, <laughs> there's just like ten <laughs> cement poles. Yeah, yeah, I got you. That's what she's putting in her ass. Yeah, she's sitting on those. She could work for Target. <laughs> uh, the Target is her asshole. <laughs> hey, what up, gay boys? This is Derek from Phoenix. I got a question for the both of you. What are some classic films that you guys turn down? What? Okay, I'm here. You blew it! No. I like to think that he was just doing the Wayne's World trick. man, you corny! Dude, that's hilarious. Yeah, can I get two rulers and a art offie and... Hey, what up, gay boy? Listen again. Right when he gets to the question. I got a question for... Can I get a French... What are some classic films that you have not seen? Classic <laughs> films that you have not seen. Okay, I heard it. Dude, that's what you heard? Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm gay. You're gay, I'm gay. Oh, that's what he says. So you're gay. What are some classic films that you have not wow. seen? Whether you asked that or not, it's amazing you even heard anything. And that's the question we're answering. That's what I heard. Uh, I've never seen Brokeback Mountain. I heard that's pretty good. Term told me he watches it nightly. Have I ever seen Brokeback Mountain? I thought you did and told me it was good. I thought I recently had watched... Oh, yeah, I did. And I told you at one point... <laughs> I just did. Last night. Like just, every night. He just, like, <laughs> shoves his dick into uh, the other... Who fucks who? Heath Ledger and Jake Gyllenhaal. Heath Ledger fucks Jake Gyllenhaal. You tell me. I, I haven't seen it. But he just, like... Sp- he goes... <laughs> spits in his hand. And then, like, fucking... A little bit of spit on his dick, and then just like dry jams it into Jake Gyllenhaal's dry yeah. asshole. He had a burlap sack of mini soccer balls to shove up in there. It was just really unrealistic to me. <laughs> of like, you'd have to eat that ass for a couple minutes to lube it up to sh- shove your dick in so easily. Or just, or like- else Jake Gyllenhaal should have been like, ah, you know. But uh, also, um, classic films we haven't seen. <laughs> <laughs> also. Did you ever watch Psycho? Oh, yeah, you did, and you thought it was overrated. <coughs> yes. Uh, what else? Totally. Well, I'm reading this book right now called... Uh, That's not a film. Easy record. Riders and Raging Bulls. Okay. It's about Hollywood in the 70s. It's a fucking fantastic you know book. You have the shirt. I'm loving it. You have the shirt. You will own me that book. It's a delight to read, but it's just full of films that I've heard of my whole life and never seen. So one of them is MASH, and I oh, just I've watched MASH that. like three days ago. Because I'd never seen MASH. I'd always known of it. I knew that the show was a spinoff of a movie that came before it. It was all right. It was fun. It was good. 
I like Donald Sutherland. Your tone indicates you didn't <laughs> even. Enjoy- All right. All right. I like him. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting more. Uh, here's, um, oh. but there's there's a, a litany in this book, though. Yeah, dude, I don't know. Classic and none of them films. are coming to my head right now. Even the the films I have seen. It's kind of why I'm reading this book. So I can be like, I've never seen Bonnie and Clyde. Let me go watch Bonnie and Clyde. I swear and then you- I read about Bonnie and Clyde. Is it Bonnie and Clyde or... Uh, one of them's on HBO and I put it in my list because I think it's Thelma and Louise and I've never seen that. Um, I think they're both on HBO Max. I've never seen either of them. And they're both pretty fucking good. So there's two. I haven't seen either of those and I have I, I want to watch them. Thelma and Louise is a good movie. Uh, what else? I haven't seen... Oh, any of the Lord of the Rings. Haven't seen any of them. And I, I, the I kind of want to see them. third one in theaters... And I only went because my dad was taking my brothers who had just seen the first two to a movie. And I was like, I want to go. Right. And I hated it. Yeah. It ends 10 times. <laughs> There's 10 endings to that movie. And every time, I was like 14. But every time I kept like kind of half getting up. because I was like, all right, that's it. And then yeah. a new scene would start. And I'm like, come on. Yeah. It's way too long. Mm, yeah, good enough. But also I've never seen the first two and uh, we did. We saw the Hobbit, which is connected yeah, to them. Sucks dicks. Um, yeah, good enough. No, no, no. no. There's better. Term's gonna think of every movie he right. wants to see now. That's great. I've That's why s- I keep trying to move on. I've never good seen enough. Sound of Music. I've never seen. Um, oh, I was gonna say, didn't you just see that? But that was Singing in the Rain. What's the Civil War one that I always mix up with Sound Braveheart. of Music? Braveheart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, come on. The Civil War classic movie? Yeah. The, the, what? No. Not know. Sound of Music. Oh, um. What the fuck are you thinking of? Exactly. What am I thinking of? Who cares? Let's Is move it on. Clark Gable in it? Yeah. You got the gay part right. Uh, you want to be gay? This is crazy. It's like last week. I was telling my girlfriend how when I had uh, my wisdom teeth pulled out, they gave me medicine, and I couldn't remember what the fucking pills that they gave me were. And it it was like I wanted to punch a wall. I was so aggravated by it's the okay. like you're dumb. It's on the tip of my head. <laughs> and then today, a week later, the memory popped into my head that like, oh yeah, I couldn't think of a thing. It was Vicodin. Easily. I didn't even have to think about it. Right. It just came to my head. And now it doesn't like, matter. Why last week couldn't my head go Vicodin? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna maintain that you're dumb. <laughs> what is the movie? Uh while term racks his brain. This is from... Oh, Gone uh, with the Wind. Our buddy... Tra- there it is. Gone with the Wind. Buddy Travis. I've never seen Gone with the Wind. Shut up. I've also never seen The Sound of Music. It's called Weed. <laughs> <laughs> Sound of Music, Nazis, Gone with the Wind, Confederacy. Right? Right? Travis says, instead of shying away from the gimmicky weed cliches in music videos, you should lean into it super hard with a video that's nothing but weed, smoking, slowly escalating... To some weird L levels of self-aware meta irony. I like. I don't think. Term does not want the people to see him smoke the weed. No, I just he think does like, not want this you to know. Has been done. Uh, maybe the climax at the end could. Uh, Everyone mm. in the world smokes weed. It's not fucking cool that you smoke weed anymore. That should be enough. For it's you not to like stop it's not weed. cool, but it's just like the whole fucking videoing it and fucking you're rolling it and and fucking the weed leaf on your clothes it's just like shut up 
It's not unique. Everyone in the fucking world smokes weed. Maybe the climax at the end of the video could be one of you packing your mouth full of weed nuggets and lighting it with a torch while the other one sucks a head out of the aforementioned human pipe's ass. <laughs> well, I like that. And then it says, or maybe all of my ideas are fucking stupid. See y'all in Vegas. I think you guys will meet halfway. He didn't like your first half. He likes the second half. Your ideas are fucking stupid. And we will see you in Vegas. Um, Thanks, Travis. I honestly though I wasn't listening to the first half of that second idea. I just heard the sucking out of the ass. He's like sucking ass is cool. So what are we talking about? I'm gonna cram weed in your pee hole and light it and smoke it out of your ass. Um, TPS Sports Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, here's another question. Hey guys, it's Timpani Coco guy here. Um. Just calling in to remind you that I'm a guy on the show that's reoccurring, much like I'm a guy. Um, he said, oh. and I also wanted to say something to Perm real quick, and it's... Here a thing from Chicago to Oslo, thanks to your brain, five pods to Picasso. That's how that feels. Yeah. Tiffany Coco guy spitting it real <laughs> so maybe think next time you mock someone with your. Uh, wow, dude! I'm all out of whoopee cushions. I'm, I'm like, oh, where's Tiffany one? guy, Coco guy, Tiffany Coco guy? What happened? Did I miss something? Did he did he burn you or did he no. fizzle out? Not I think he all. fizzled. <laughs> Huge fizzle. But we did learn a couple things. One, Tiffany Coco guy. Is the name he's chosen, and he is a recurring character on the show, much like Um Guy. And two, what was two? Oh yeah, it's uh, recurring. Your singing is annoying. Not reoccurring. That's, I think he said get reoccurring. It. Oh, I didn't say that. No, you fuck said you, recurring. dude. Fuck You're you, smart. you stupid idiot, Tiffany Coco guy. <laughs> you suck. Okay, a simple. Anyways, um, okay, what we got here. One I forgot more. to mention that uh, Michaela's envelope said "Cheers from Ontario" on it. By the well way. played, well played. Both yeah. things in the PO box this week uh, from Canada. The fans also. are getting. Oh, you know what? <laughs> it's funny because uh, so American listeners, you're on notice. Uh, the shit is domestic to you. Timpani Coco guy mentioned one stamp. He did make mention of another recurring character, uh, um guy. Um guy sent me some of his, uh, he said, I think it's his dad's bumper stickers, because we were talking about how bumper stickers are gay. At a and certain point Anybody that like life, puts their like opinions on their car, and any, even if it's like, go Bears on the license plate, it's like, you suck, dude. Like, so he sent me some yeah, of his own. <laughs> uh, here's, here's a couple that are on his family car. Don't ask to ride my bike, and I won't ask to fuck your wife. And there is what looks like some sort of Texas... Oh, this has to be a motorcycle. Oh, it looks like a helmet. Is um, that a helmet? Or it's like the back of the motorcycle. That's something that's on a motorcycle. Mm, I've seen worse. Because I was like, why the fuck would you put that on the bumper of a car? Here's a good one. It's an eagle with an American flag, and it says, if my flag offends you, I'll help you pack. Nice. Told them. Nice. Poignant. <laughs> Here's another one. Only a bastard like me could love a bitch like her. <laughs> it's on the car. <laughs> Edgy. <laughs> It's like whatever. It's a motorcycle. It has to be a motorcycle. Even if it's a Facebook post, which is also super lame and gay. Same thing. 
putting it on your car in physical form somehow is worse to me than even clicking post on a Facebook. Hundred percent. That stinks. So much more energy going into it. That stinks. And you're slapping some dumbass sticker that's really hard to get off onto like a twenty thousand dollar object. It stinks. And there's one more. It says, I heart guns, titties in America. Hell yeah, GTA. I mean, that one's fine. I mean, they could have tried harder to make it, like, tie it into, like, an LGBT thing. We've seen those. I like those a lot. Liberty, guns, yeah, you, you, bacon. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> you figured out it was bacon. Um, all right, here is, uh, it's been a while since we heard from our pal, Gosh. It's the Palmer Squares! Hello, it is Gosh. I was out of commission for a couple months because I got sick for the entire month of June. And I was bedridden. I had to quit my job. I was throwing up seven to eight times per day. I went to the hospital a lot. I was climbing Everest. Booster. <laughs> Booster! It was awful. It was hell. Hope it never fucking happens again. Anyway, I want to know what movies um, are the sound... That you never saw that you want to see. Bites from your soundboard from that was bad way of phrasing it. Like I, I also you know, the ones that you want right. to be gay with me? No, like those oh, those ones. On. I want to know which ones those are because I quote them all the time, but I have no idea what fucking movies they're from. And I've been scrolling on Netflix, Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, the fucking cartoon. Gosh, you're just putting in the Netflix. You want to be you gay with me, gay with me? <laughs> on it's Netflix? Like, mm. Network <laughs> website that I fucking watch. There is nothing on, and I'm so fucking bored. Please tell me what movies are on your soundboard. I've, I know I've never seen any of them, but I must know. Except maybe Jerry no. and Silent Bob. That is the one. You've that seen I Billy seen. Madison. Come movie. on, gosh. Mwah. Chef kiss, kiss. Anyway, love you guys. Peace out. Yeah, there is. Uh, Saving Silverman's a big one. You're gonna want to go ahead and watch Saving Silverman. That's this whole pad. Oh my god, that's horrible. I never knew that. Is there anything else you want to tell me? That's enough. I don't want to hear anymore. Okay. I deserve that. He's perverted. I literally never hit these. These are great. I think that you seem depressed and confused. Have you considered therapy? You've got booed off the stage. No, that's right here. Wait, where is it? You were booed off the stage. <laughs> that was that me. That was me. <laughs> I spilled a drink. The paint ran. Everybody could see my dong. <laughs> Still can't grow hair on my left nut. Sucks. Come on, come on, come on. Come on, chop her head off or something. Uh, those are all saving Silverman. Also, these, these are the ones you know. Yeah! Yeah! Come on, yeah! Those are saving Silverman. It's just a fucking great comedy movie. Um, Billy Madison, there's a bunch in there too. And, uh, I, dude. Before I left for Texas, I saw my mom. And my mom listens to this stupid podcast, which is. So does mine. I've had to make peace with that really yeah it's like my mom's one thing i don't your, think your every, better than every episode <laughs> uh but plenty of episodes where i say things i regret my mom so i was her. visiting my mom and i said something about high school and she said hike school and i was like do you even know what that movie is you know what that's from and she goes no i have no idea and then, rather than just jumping to the scene and saying oh this is this thing i told her the whole plot of billy madison i was like do you know what that movie is and she goes no okay so Adam Sandler plays a guy who's the son of a rich businessman who's going to pass his business down. Like, I started at fucking the beginning. He's a hotel mogul. <laughs> she couldn't care less. Yeah. Like, I never stopped describing the film. She never started listening to me. <laughs> it was like a five-minute talking at my mom 
didn't care. It was beautiful. Uh, but yeah, it's Billy Fucking Madison. Beautiful. Oh, and then we can't forget. I never heard of that. You never heard of that? You fellas have a lot of growing up to do, I'll tell you that. Way out of line. Way out of line. Dirty work. It's. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Everybody's sucking sand. Everybody's sucking sand. If, and, you know, gosh, is obvious. She does the voice. They do the voices. God damn it. Uh, very in tune to humor and like cartoons and comedy. But it's like, if you haven't seen Dirty Work and Saving Silverman, those are the two. Those are the two. Yes. Billy Madison is very well known. And uh, what was the other one they said they watched? Uh, either way. Jane Silent Bob. Right. Lesser known. I mean, equally as classic. Right. My bad. I'm not jerking your... Ch- no, it's Dave Chappelle. I'm not jerking... No, it's still Dave Chappelle. I'm the chucklehead. There we go. Uh, yeah. Anyways. Got a little half-baked in there. Got a little misgendering in there. Possibly Apologies. my favorite uh, of all the samples is from the wedding singer. You know. Oh. We got a wide bunch. Wedding singer. Me. You suck! That could be the only, the lone wedding singer sample. It has to be. Like, there, what other thing? From, that We needed that from that movie, but there aren't a lot of other quotables in our normal. I mean, I could find a few. Yeah. But um, something about, uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know the movie as well. Last one. Queers. You know, I just got to say, first off, fuck Machine Gun Kelly. That dude is a fucking bitch. I would love to see that pull out a show, catch him in the pit. Knock him one upside his head. Anyway, I haven't heard anything he said. Really? I heard every word in Crystal HD. <laughs> he said, fuck Machine Gun Kelly. Machine that guy's a Gun bitch. Kelly. I would love to catch him in a pit and knock him upside when his head. When is that going to happen? He's just saying, theoretically speaking, <laughs> I'd love that. Yeah, catch me in a pit, knock your ass out. Yeah. On acid. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been in the pit, but my dad grounded me, so I was in the basement. And there's like, I'm like the best pit knocker outerer I've ever seen. Right. I'm constantly sabotaging <laughs> the pit. Term, term, was, <laughs> term wasn't paying attention to what I was saying, so he like was thinking of his own machine gun. Like, what? He looked at me and goes, right. This <laughs> <laughs> one time I was in uh, the pit. Uh, <laughs> I knocked out like 15 guys with one clothesline, They and they had to bring like a stretch ambulance <laughs> to the show. Dude, I swear to God, I was... Uh, all like the past week, I was annoying my girlfriend with the whole fucking um, girl doing it like you saw me. And then, uh, and then I stuck the gun in my mouth <laughs> and I pulled the trigger and the bullet got jammed. And Megan was like, "Oh my god, it is! It makes me laugh, <laughs> dude!" Like, uh, and then she went home and watched the documentary. Yeah. I was watch like, it? "You were exaggerating." You, I was like, "I know, it? of course I was, but it's still fun." But you didn't watch it. No. You just me and your girlfriend have seen this movie. <laughs> I'm not watching that <laughs> shit. Oh my god! No. Uh, and the gun got jammed. <laughs> and the bullet got jammed. And the gun. What is he talking about? That piss my pants, <laughs> dude. I remember a couple of weeks ago. That was like my favorite part of it. You were like doing Machine Gun Kelly fake story, and you were like, <laughs> and you're like, and then I was drinking booze, and then like I spilled it on the bed, or I mean on the blunt. I mean on the like, <laughs> you were fucking up, but you stayed in character, and you were just like, oh, so like the booze spilled on the fire, so the bed was on fire. And by the time you said by the time the fireman showed up, I was already pissing out the ash. It's like I don't. You don't even need to get out the hose. Oh, that was the best. He's that guy. 
Anyways, this guy wants to find him in a pit and knock him upside his head. No, but like I knocked him <laughs> upside his head and like he had to get I'm like the best upside the head knocker <laughs> I've ever seen. They had to like sew his head back on and they put bolts like Frankenstein. True story, swear to God. The bullet got jammed. <laughs> I fucking can't get over that story Yum. though. I went to cock and the bullet got jammed. And the bullet jammed. <laughs> no, it didn't. All right, uh, we didn't get to his anything. Let's do that. Term, if you're looking for like some sick punk rock, that's I'm not like, newer. Oh, like, definitely not. Punk bands out there. If you ever heard of a band called Kicker? Kicker, Oakland, California, I believe. They're a bunch of old men, but they fucking. <laughs> live couple yeah, I bet they're fucking fifty, kicker. wearing fucking masks. Where riskies, peskies, Kicker? Is yeah, that you said? said they're old. And when I hear the word old, I think the number 50 and fucking mosque. Yeah, hit um, it up. Oh, here, I'll do it if you want. I've never heard of Kicker. Kicker. No, I'm definitely not looking for any new... Too late, dude. Uh, punk I call it, music. Is this the band? There's a bunch of artists named Kicker. Can't be them. This has got to be it. This looks like fucking punk as frick, dude. Where's Kicker? <laughs> Here's the Kicker. Is this it? Well, this is from 2012, but it's a band called Kicker. Yeah, but there's two bands, Kicker. I mean, this sounds pretty fucking punk rock, dude. I'm going to start a band called Fricker. Nice. Oh, it's pretty shitty. <laughs> You know, that, you know that punk sound you've been looking for? Alright, I get it. Wow, I just got a text message from Jason Bishop from Bishop Records. Uh-oh. Reminding me, I forgot, we signed 50 extra spooky language napalm vinyls, the clear ones. <laughs> They may or may not have had like a little smudge on the label. Right. That's why we. So we didn't sell them originally. And we're like, you know what? We need money. We're going to sign over the smudges. Yes. And we'll just sell them and see if anybody wants a smudged signed vinyl. The smudge got there by me putting my hand on it to sign it. um, So how do you like that? We have 50 either way. People. And and the smudge, it's not like it's all over the. It's like, wow. Like it turns heads from across. It's like a little. Right, half of them you wouldn't even notice if we Still didn't. Still a say record. It. If you never got one, it's like we're just so we have because right now there are none of these left. They sold out, so we have these fifty extra, and for incentive, they are signed by Term and myself, and they are crystal clear and HD. They're smudged. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but no, the uh, we're gonna put these on sale. I think on Friday, so stay tuned this weekend if you wanted to get one. Uh, the fact that they're signed isn't making them more expensive or anything. In fact, maybe we'll drop it. I don't know. Smudge drop or sign up, or we break even and they're the same cost as anyone mm. has ever been. So let's say break even. Right. You want these records? You never got one. There's 50 more, and uh, I got to be honest. I think there's more smudges that we haven't signed yet. Maybe we'll do if if the 50 sell, we can sign some more and uh, fuck yeah, bring them on the road or put them online. But yeah, uh, go sell to bishoprecords.com this weekend and uh, take a look. You want to grab one of these? There's only 50, so before they're gone again. Uh, hit it up. Also, what I assumed the message would be about. Yeah. It's August 26th, Baltimore, Wax, Grilled Lincolns. Oh, I actually, I have an update from Bishop 
about that. Yes. What did he tell you? What do you know? That they are... Uh, no, by no, the time this episode no, comes no, out... No, start here. The tickets are selling out. The, we'll, by we'll the time this show comes out, they've already sold you out. You wanted to get tickets to the Baltimore show? They sold out. What the fuck are you going to do about but it, But we're talking to the venue about releasing 50 more. 50 more tickets. And that's it. Not sold out. Bare maximum. I didn't want you to jump to that. There were 50 more. You have to, you have to go, we sold it out. Okay. And then you have to say 50 more. Okay. That's marketing 101. For sure. You got to let them know, <laughs> we're doing you a favor. Anyways. Right. You know what I said about that 50? <laughs> Forget about it. Forget about it. You're not in. You're, you didn't get in. You slept and you lost. Is that how it goes? Now weep, pussy. <laughs> All like right. Joey Ramone just died. Uh, first and foremost... Atlanta ATL this Sunday free show if you want to get like a VIP table and have a little more you know you got the budget like that you want a better seat or something <laughs> no you don't shouldn't be seated yeah we're gonna throw our empty cans at you in the tables so if I could I would those. go around and collect all the chairs and burn them before um, doors so yeah if you feel like spending money you can get yourself a nice table for four or something what but just the say? show itself free yeah, I don't know why I'm saying that to our fans. Like, they want to spend the money. They're like, I no, because they do want to sit at a table, and right. I'm not allowing it. No, anyone who's sitting at a table, I'm gonna fart in your drinks. Um. So yeah, this Sunday we'll be in Atlanta for the first time in four, maybe five years. Come check it out. Tell your friends. Yada yada. And then Everwild Music Festival in Ohio, 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 with Tropidelic, Little Stranger. Toby Raps, so many more. Come um, join us. Um, dirty Heads. We play, I think I previously might have said Saturday, but it's Friday night at midnight. Uh-oh. Technically, 12 a.m. Saturday. Right. But you know what I'm saying? It's, We're uh, ushering in Saturday. Midnight Friday. That's our set officially. So technically, that would be the, uh, the 12th, end of the night. Catch us there. Uh, and as Trim just mentioned, we're going to Baltimore for a show thrown by... Our vinyl producer, Jason Bishop, at the 8x10 with Wax and the Grilled Link. With. And with. <laughs> I didn't give the, the emphasis. With Wax and the Grilled Lincolns. Uh, tickets sold out. So, sh- oh, what's that? What's Somebody's telling me in my earpiece? I, uh, we got 50 extra tickets on sale now. So, uh, <laughs> I guess the same link works. Go to palmersquares.com and do that. Uh, we just announced also Des Moines, Iowa, September 2nd at... Lefties? Lefties. I'm a righty, but it's at Lefties, September 2nd. And then the next day is uh, Saturday, September 3rd, Omaha, Nebraska. We're coming back to the Reverb Lounge. So, you know, you saw us. Tropidelic sold it out. We opened up. We're coming back to headline. There might be someone there. Right. We might get a dozen folks. A couple people. Come on! Omaha, we're coming on out. Just us this time. Uh... And we got some dope local openers. It's going to be a good time. I think those two shows, the Midwest ones, they're 15 bucks each. So it's a steal. Palmersquares.com. Get your tickets now, pussy. And um, spooky language shirts on the website. Palmersquares.com. On the website. Slash shop. Uh, yeah, we re-upped. Spooky language shirts. They're going fast. Bumper stickers. Uh, stream our music. Listen to our stuff. Get ready for the fucking shows this fall. Um, right. And make sure to call the podcast or write in tpsreportspodcast at gmail.com. Is there somebody out there who's shoving footballs in their ass who the Palmer Squares have not heard of? Yeah. 708 797 3079. Let us hear the audio of the butt noises. And then you go, 
afterwards. That lady kept going. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, essentially what she does and what that porn is and what her, like, uh, what she's getting out of it. Who she is as a person. It's just, like, taking big dumps. Like, what if you're jerking off to that, you're jerking off to a lady who's taking big soccer ball shaped and soccer ball colored. Bald. <laughs> soccer dumps, balls. <laughs> you know? It might not be brown and ploppy <laughs> but you're still watching her take a shit it's just football shaped or soccer ball shaped um right so, so and that's just i don't know i just did what term did tip five minutes i was like right right <laughs> right <laughs> uh, but you didn't do it in an oh mgk gosh. voice Smoochie Gang playlist on Spotify as well. And don't forget. And then I like shot out a soccer ball. <laughs> a soccer? <laughs> a soccer ball. I pooped out a football and it went in the goal. Laces out. <laughs> if you want to be the Laces next out. Jordan, send us a nice package full of snacks and jerseys and good stuff. So- I wore the jersey the whole show, by the way, Jordan. He did. Um, I wore your fucking blueberry shit all over my hands <laughs> the whole show. <laughs> Uh, the Palmer Square is P.O. Box 47772, Chicago, Illinois, 60647. Send us something. We'll read a thing on the show, open a thing on the show. Right. Send us that thing. Send us, please. <laughs> I like gifts. Oh, and uh, no, I guess that was all the... We're working on more things. You know how I said Des Moines and Omaha? There might be more. Some Midwest stuff. Maybe further west than just mid stuff but we're working on it right now stay tuned for that and we also never mind i'm getting ahead of myself uh leave us a five-star rating and subscribe to the show and tell all your atlanta friends park tavern this sunday let's see besides that uh, i guess that's it term anything to slide in there at the buzzer no good i watched severance this week you want to talk about severance no <laughs> it's fine no but you told me to watch it you were the one who was I like you i liked it i love john Turturro and christopher walken's flirtation yeah i'm gay <laughs> no I'm i gay. like that dude dylan yeah he rules he's been in stuff i think he was, was in like louis crashing or louis i can't just figure out i know it was one of those two shows Might have been both. I don't know. it's probably both uh, i feel like he played an open mic uh, like he ran an open you're right. mic. Yeah, I think you're right. On crashing and the whole scene, he was eating chicken wings, very disinterested. And uh, I feel like it was Pete Holmes on the other side of the table. Look, you're probably right. I'm it's not a very. You. I'm not going to debate you <laughs> in a detail, but uh, he is fantastic on Severance. Everyone on that show is fantastic. Right. It's. It, I mean, it's like a handful of cast. The it's only person like a, who's a, not like remarkable is the the Asian lady. And it's not even right. like that she's unremarkable. Well, she's not a big character Exactly. Either. It's that they don't give her much time. She has little to do with the, what's written Everyone else gets season. more screen time. And like everyone on that show is the whole ensemble cast is just like. I also think it's like. Killers. Part of that. You know when we talked about how we would like. Love we, that show. Some What we like about certain dro beats and many beats. But like that they're very like bare bones if you will. That kind of yes. lets what we're rhyming about rise to the top. That show Severance is like it's four people in a white room. So right. it really focuses on their performance and their character it like makes you have to engage you know what i'm saying so yes. it's like yeah they're not comp- it's not like the wire where there's a thousand characters running around doing wild shit so i agree it's just like uh you know what's going on it's interesting we but can you all don't relate know what's to- going on right well, you kind of do i still don't i mean <laughs> you do 
after the first season, you know uh, half of it, but there's still a lot of seemingly important aspects to the story that you're still pretty much in the dark on. Damn, dude, I thought we were about to be done. Like, I'm about to pee my pants. Hell yeah. And... But we didn't do any YouTube comments. No, we didn't. So I thought that's what we were getting to this whole time. I usually start with that, but I fucked up. So better late than never. Here is the Silk Purse video. Been rocking with these foos almost 10 years now. I remember seeing this video posted in the comments of a post on Hobson's Facebook page and finding my way to them. Damn. The homie. Hobson. Our buddy. <laughs> didn't they do like a contest his his uh coalition yes and we entered it and they watched was 10 it? seconds of it and we're like is that the funk volume was that his yes. thing yeah the funk volume video we did we fucking we shot it we spent hours yes, in the did. cold we lit a fire our homie greg filmed it and we didn't do it we didn't accomplish it it started raining term forgot his lyrics i couldn't remember my <laughs> verses so we got together again Lit another fire, filmed again for hours to Just make this for that video. Make this entry to a contest that the people who ran the contest they watched 15 seconds of it and were like, "All right, next." Oh, gay. Didn't even listen Skip. to both of us. No. And so we had that whole thing about uh, you think you're hot shit, but you're nothing but a cold fart. I go apocalypto in the jungle with a blow dart. Yeah, there's some good rhymes in there, dude. I crushed. Um. Uh, meet the snow. You right now remembered my verse better than I did that <laughs> night. <laughs> I actually don't even. I'm gonna say it was my verse. No, that was my one. I know. Hundred <laughs> percent underrated. Meet the snow's comment. If there's an apocalypto rhyme that I wrote, yeah. I Pass the potion. I'm drunk, and this is perfect. Wait in line. Pass the potion. <laughs> there's a new state of mind fast approaching. I've got halitosis. <laughs> uh, whatever. Uh, Duke Westlake still hits drink and rolling rock and I had to throw it on. I took like one sip and like <laughs> instantly had halitosis. I'm going to go steal the Everclear from my stepdad while he's passed out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then he says, cheers from Ontario. This guy gets it. Painting pictures. Uh, Pat Cooper fucking rules. So talk about somebody who gets it. Um... And one of our live streams. When are you girls coming to Northern California? Stay tuned. It might be before the end of the year. It might not. Stay tuned. Uh, meet the Snells again. New Every one take coming. Say stay tuned. I think of John Ritter. <laughs> it's a great of movie. The John Ritter movie. I, I like. I wish I could grow up. You can. <laughs> and hear the words "stay tuned" without thinking of John Ritter as a cartoon mouse running from a fucking bionic cat. <laughs> I love that movie. Um, new one take coming soon, boys, or what? Or what? What? <laughs> um, you know, it's, man, I think we already mentioned this, but we have, like, there's one that's basically written to a beat, basically. We just, like, it's been sitting on the shelf, and then I rewrote some of my shit. We just really need to, like, put our heads together and, and like, set up a video shoot. It's been a while, so. I wouldn't say soon, but there is hanging fruit right now that no, we just yeah. need to snatch off yeah. the branch we're not doing it Soon. we're focusing on uh booking up the rest of our year right now and uh, some other you know audio recording things that you'll hear about soon but uh yeah yeah soon first i gotta read soon. about the 1996 mount everest disaster <laughs> right we have to both read the same book and then do our little book club meetup podcast <laughs> Uh, picturesque. Yup, this is sick. First time hearing this after years of listening to their freestyle vids. Second dude murdered that. Who goes second? Oh, dude, I go second. Yeah, you do. I'm that dude. It's bullshit. 
And then there's the uh, So You Think You Can Rap video. Over 10 years since this came out. Wow. These fools have stayed dope. I really wish... I, oh, I'm sorry. I really relish these days. It's a shame Prince EA went soft. Did he? Damn. Uh, he started doing those like spoken word, like woke thing like he, he would do these videos that were very geared towards like like mental health or so okay. he, he would do a right i guess that's going soft yeah, in their eyes but that he made a he carved his lane he was getting like I millions of facebook views I off of that. these like positive inspirational quote poems What's he into now i don't know you want to pull up one of his fucking remember uh i don't think it's prince ea right didn't i call him that and i got goofed on well i wouldn't remember because you got goofed isn't it on. prince e who cares he went soft. Uh, used to be cool. <laughs> here's one from March 31st, 2022. Start changing your life. Hey guys, let me tell you that this oh. video is sponsored by Bel Air on Peacock. Oh my god, he's got sponsors, dude. Hold on, I gotta pause. I'm listening to Sponsored by Bel Air on Peacock, dude. Is this a. Is this. I have studied personal growth for a decade, read thousands of books, and. I'd like to explain my main insight. This might sound strange, but it is my greatest advice. Listen close, I'll make it concise. The quickest, most efficient way to change your life is to change your life. Rearrange your life, architect your existence. You didn't rhyme it with soil. Because the fault lies. Well, you took the mic away, the so we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Try and toil. You mustn't blame the seed. Because the fault lies with the soil. Oh, I guess we didn't miss it. I visited a graveyard not too long ago. And as I walked around. Yeah, this sucks. Yeah, dude. On every tombstone. Every single one. <laughs> the the background, the, the massage music is what's soft. <laughs> Fucking got deep <laughs> tissue background music. He ditched beats for fucking massage music. It's like, you could get the same. Go listen to Benny the Butcher. He'll do the same thing, but not soft. He'll be like, you know, what's 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 a stage without the voice of a poet? What's, what's more important, the flower or the soil that grow it? But it's hard and it's rapper shit. You don't need, you don't need to take right. that route. Just pick your lane. And his mouth what? is all weird because he got shot. <laughs> or is that the other guy? I don't know. That's Conway. I assume all the Griselda rappers have been shot. Is it Conway? Uh, One of them has a sideways mouth. Yeah, it's probably him. It's over here because he got shot in it. But he doesn't doesn't rap like this for some reason. He goes, it's over here because he got... For some reason, his raps sound normal, but his mouth looks like this. Yeah, he rolls too. I don't know. I don't know about their... uh, They're all really good. Shooting... Uh, whatever. They've all been shot. God, Come on. I got a piece They go do so do bad. do in every fucking song. No, I said they probably have all been shot. What was the football ass lady? They're gangster name? rappers, dude, I assume. Did you exit out of it? No, I got it right here. What's her name? Hot Kinky Joe. Hot Kinky Joe. Terms okay. making a note. <laughs> um, all right, I guess that's it. Here is something we'll add to the Smoochie Gang playlist. Let's get out of here with. Oh, um, you know, I fucking had it up. And then I, I mean, Prince away. E still has like 6 million subscribers. You know, I don't even think I did 10 comments. 
Here's another one, Even Keel. I feel like this song has even less than they usually get, which is already criminally low. All right, I shouldn't have read this. Wow. <laughs> Just remind us. But why is this one even lower? This is one of my favorites they dropped since Acknowledge. Yeah, it's like, wow. People never really listen to these guys to begin with, and no one's listening to this one. <laughs> that sucks. Thanks a lot, dude. Um, here is something that's kind of like a blast from the past for me. I might have even ended with this shit like five years ago, but I don't know. Um, Smoochie Gang playlist. This is from Matlock. It's called Brand New Nikes. I had a lot of driving to do from Austin, and I listened to a lot of podcasts. I've seen this Matlock thumbnail up for the past two hours, and I was like, why does he well, have I, the Matlock? That was my, like, it's also the YouTube comments tab, but right. that was my reminder. If I had nothing else, I did want to just, rem- like, <laughs> let's go on memory lane here. That's a throwback. Matlock was, uh, and I think there might have been one track off this album we ended. I could be wrong, but I think the first Probably four- Knife and Fork. I think it was Blaze It Up, because I think the first 420 episode we did with Vanna and Drew, where Drew ate a whole birthday cake. Yes. I think I found a weed song, which is a, <laughs> and it's got Drew our homie- ate a whole birthday cake. Uh, Psalm 1 and Wes Restless are on it. I mean, it was kind of a small birthday cake. Right. But he ate it. It was one you get for a kid who, like, not many people show up to their party. Yeah, this is Brand New Nikes, which is, like, uh, I just forgot how dope this fucking song was. And, like, uh, Matlock and I have, like, a very minor history where I shot a music. Well, first of all, I always liked this dude, like, and I still do. Uh, He's just a dope bar spitter and made a lot of, like... I don't know, he's got this old school style with like modern fucking lingo. His bars are fire. And uh, for his 2707 album, this got to be like 2009 or something. Well, you can only go back to episode 141. Anyways, I shot a music video for Matt Lag. It's called Bright Sunny Day. It's probably still online. But, uh, and it, and it, you know, maybe it didn't come out like how we all pictured. But either way, it was a fun time. And. <laughs> Matlock offered me like uh, like his payment was a certain amount of money and to do a collab, and not to tarnish the man's name, but he didn't give me any of the stuff. I gave him his video, and he, he didn't. We don't have a song with him. We didn't do his song, and in retrospect, like I get it. Like I wasn't at, I didn't deserve the song as a reward for that video necessarily. Like I don't think I was a good enough rapper. Uh, but either way, I was like, it's like all right, well, pick, give me something like. Give me something. And it was nothing. And he kind of just big-timed me with this thing about how, like, hey, everybody else is doing videos because they're just about the love of the music. And I was like, well, that's all great. But you still agreed and shook my hand to give me some money and do a song. So what are we going to do? not everybody else. I just thought it was a bogus thing. So there's been this cycle of, like, this dude inspired me as a rapper for a period of time over a decade ago. And then he inspired me to, like, succeed as a rapper for a whole other reason because I was kind of bitter. And I was like, this fucking guy, like this dope rapper. Oh, you're so dope! Like you can, oh, you ain't got like, whatever, like two hundred bucks it was or something like to get. And he's like, he just was. Uh, I felt like I got gypped off. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> but anyways, so I, I honestly like immaturely clung to some bitterness, and I was just like, right. I kind of, I said, fuck this guy, and I didn't listen to his stuff, whatever. And then I don't know, like I was listening to some other Chicago shit, and then this came up or sometimes you know you're on a really long drive and you're kind of stretching your brain for just like right. what do i put on you know what i was, I was listening I li- like listen to everything i was listening to some soundtracks and i listened and eventually you always make it to boogie nights right just for some fun upbeat disco stuff and then you get i got a brand new pair of roller skates you got a brand new key melanie brand new key and then i thought brand new key and then i was like i don't want it unless it's brand new 
with my brand new and my brand new did. So I put on Rhymefest and Kanye. And then I was like, brand new was my theme for the ride for a second. <laughs> brand new Nikes came up and it reminded me how fucking dope this song is. And honestly, how dope Matlock is as a underground Chicago rapper. Like if you haven't heard, I've been waxing poetic for three minutes now, but if, uh, you, if you don't know Matlock, uh, stick around for the fucking ending song because dude's really good. Uh, anyways, no hard feelings. I was a bitter jerk. I still kind of, you know, I'll do a song now. You know what I'm saying? Better late than never. Let's get it, Matt. I'm re-inspired. I was listening to Matt Locke, and I, I, I want to write some fucking dope raps like this guy again. I'm, I'm losing my, what I like about rap, and I got I to gotta conjure up some dope Chicago guys that inspired me and get my fucking head back well, in we the gotta game. We got to go back to high school. High school? <laughs> All right, anyways, this is Brand New Nikes by Matt Locke. Smoochie Gang playlist. Atlanta this Sunday, Park Tavern, free show, tell the world. And uh, yeah. until next week, smashes. Kill. Guess who's back? Fuck a roll that weed up. Engineer, please turn the goddamn beat up. Catch riding tails on your man tuxedo. Yo, I son a hundred rappers, but I ain't gon' feed ya. This my new shit. I'm back in business. If you didn't get this, you want my shit list. I'm at your doormat like Jehovah's Witness. With Balboa gloves, red to go the distance. Fly pig up in this. Haters are nervous. Thinking I'ma say they little name in my verses. I ain't a maniac, though I'm a man with a purpose. If I shit it on somebody, then they probably deserved it. Bags of that perp shit. OG Kush. Tell your friends about them, yo, but this the shush. This rap game, no more beat around the bush. I'm the new Jesse Jacks, Operation Push. Brand new night. So a brand new hat Fresh out your bitch with a brand new rap Knock knock motherfucker guess who's back With some shit for your ass Where the fuck y'all at? Dirty, 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 dirty as I ever been Girls like you're such a fucking asshole, Matt Cause I'm with the next chicken in 11 minutes flat Fans give me dap, then I sign an autograph Saying thanks for the support, one love and all that Some cats hang around smoking my cigarettes And stressing me out, asking all sorts of questions Wanna know the secrets of my magic like Kreskin Like I'm gonna break down now and start confessing Here's a question people ask a lot How you write your rhymes, you wanna rap and watch I smoke massive blocks of hash and pot Till I float through space like an astronaut Then I scribble on the page and the track is hot Then I wave on the haters like a traffic cop And Mr. Show Promoter better have my guap I'm a motherfucker just like my bastard pops Brand new nights, brand new hat Fresh out the booth with a brand new track That's right, motherfuckers, guess who's back With some shit for your ass, where the fuck y'all at? Everybody talking about your boy, you ain't right Cause I cross out tags in the broad daylight I built my name out of bricks, not hype Respect the architect, Frank Lloyd Wright My first two shits had hits accidentally Moonshine, two times as strong as your Hennessy Mixtape, six straight through to the energy 2707, crime of the century Mention me in the tail of this town Bring some motherfuckers if you come up with this crown Swim with the big fish around the drizz down Middle finger up, never turn my shit down I get down till I'm up in the cage Got paid, no one see me in a couple of days Puffin' haze, cuffin' strays And I'm stuck in my ways, ain't thumbin' brains I'm just too fucking stubborn to change Dirty, 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 dirty as I ever been Dirty, 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 dirty as I ever been Ever, 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 
Dirty, 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 dirty